1: Enter
2: the hideout. And be heard. What's new? What
1: are you doing, Hafe? Ah,
2: what's new, JWS Welcome to the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, live on this Monday night. Memorial? No, Labor Day. Labor Day.
1: Why is that one of those uh, that you always get mixed up?
2: I always, uh, I always do. But we are live on this uh, Labor Day. Broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee. It is time for Extreme Midget Wrestling Round Mm 2. Tonight, the undercard, women's erotic wrestling. You do have time to get down here. Uh, Sun on the Beach, Dubs, where is it?
1: It's down here in uh, Old Town, Kissimmee, one mile east of I-4 on 192 uh, in Kissimmee. Come on out here. It's by mile marker nine.
2: All right, so, Dubs, here's what we got going on tonight. Of course, uh, myself, you are here. Also, our third Mike and Ryder, Matt Albert, is here. We have Chunks Corolla, executive producer. Tommy Bateman is back at the compound holding down the talk and roll controls. And we have the Great Gazoo and C-Lane, our interns, are here as well. So, Dubs, on this Monday night... On this Labor Day, mm-hmm. uh, women's erotic wrestling and extreme midget wrestling. Let's. Uh, I want you. To, I want to point you guys to HideoutHeretics.net to see the photos of the first go-round. If you go to Images of Media, our Hideout historian demand took photos of what was a crazy, uh, crazy. Uh, live
1: broadcast last time and now the man is in the uh, ring I don't know why
2: uh, taking photos of us as he should be as hideout historian but Dubs talk about last time we were out here at Sun on the Beach just about a month ago
1: it was insane wrestling. Uh, insane rest-
2: insane
1: it was extreme midget wrestling in a steel cage this time there's no steel cage but there are two separate uh, midget matches including uh, the, uh, the, the the four people that were in the cage last time and the women's erotic wrestling but this time it's going to get a little bit crazier. Uh, double the matches, double the hardcore. Whoa!
2: Extreme. <laughs> extreme. Oh yeah. So last time we were out here at Sun on the Beach, by the way, broadcasting live, you do have time to get out here. We'll give you the rundown of how the event's going to break down in just a bit. Last time we were out here, though, uh, the undercard I think was just a couple of, I guess, a couple of local wrestlers. Tall midgets. Um, <laughs> and then. They did the cage match. Bad carny face. And the thing about the cage match is that they had uh, their, uh, their steel chairs. Their trash cans, mm-hmm. their pizza cutters, they were stapling dollars to each other. All of that went down last time as the place sold out.
1: Oh, yeah, this time it's going to be a, what, $21 match where you bring your dollars out and each of the midgets will try to uh, staple $21 onto each other.
2: Luckily, here at Old Town uh, Kissimmee, uh, right across uh, from Sun on the Beach, you can see an ATM. Mm-hmm. So you can go and you can get your dollar bills. The midgets will be going back and forth stapling dollar bills to each other in a staple-off, I guess what it is, Dubs. So tonight, what's going to go down, Daniel and Black Bean from the Monsters will be joining us here in about an hour or so. They'll be hanging out when doors open at 8 o'clock. Uh, also, too, the women. Now, if you women erotic wrestling, from what I understand, and again, you go to hideoutheretics.net and see the photos of G.I. Ho and Jessica Blade. These two chicks go at it, wrestling each other, I guess, in erotic ways, mm-hmm. and then afterwards... They uh, make up, so I don't know what the terms of making up are. I, from my understanding, the wrestling happens with um, toys. Yes. So I'm very. I guess like there's whipped cream maybe involved.
1: Chocolate. All kinds of different things make this very erotic.
2: That is. uh, That is with the women's erotic wrestling, and then at I believe 10 o'clock. You have the midgets going on stage. The midgets, if you come on up to Sun on the Beach, Old Town, Kissimmee, the midgets will uh, hop on stage, and I believe there are two matches. The one last drawback about last time we were out here is that the, the ring was about three feet shorter, and with this packed as it was, if you were near the middle of the back, you couldn't really see mm-hmm. the people here at Sun on the Beach. They have raised the ring up to about five feet now. And so midgets, women, they will be easily accessible whenever you're uh, watching them.
1: Yeah, when you saw the first match last week, it was very easy to see the normal-sized people. But when the midgets came out, they didn't take into account that they're only three feet tall. They, so they changed it up a little bit this time to make it a little more accessible and for all, everybody.
2: They also blocked off a little less room around mm-hmm. around the, uh, the ring to give more people the opportunity to be able to fit in here. You know, them raising this up
1: three feet... How are the midgets going to climb in there? That's going to be very entertaining to watch. Great. They're going to have to be doing uh, pull ups every time. It's
2: my understanding, too, that sometimes the fights get outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. And if this is a five foot ring, like high, I mean, that's going to be a long it's fall a- for them. That's the same as us falling off a two story house. Yes. Isn't it? <laughs> Midget death.
3: Also, too, as an added bonus for the Heretics, there is a limited number of the new edition of the Hideout hats. So, we have a good number of those too, and they're going to go quickly. There's not that many. These things are rare, so this is going to be your best chance to come get one of the new Hideouts.
2: This is with the Hideout flag on the front of them. Stunts? Flag. Oh. Mm -hmm. No, F L A G. Sorry. Um, So, anyway, that is all going down. Now, we had a couple of promos that we made for this thing. You probably heard them all last week here in the Hideout. I wish we had had more time to promote it. But uh, this first one is the promo that included Wild Bill. Uh, Wild Bill, our sales guy, who masterminds this. In fact, as soon as I say his name, in he walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, with uh, Chris Gotti and the boys here at Sun on the Beach.
3: Why do I have to do this? To this? dub told me they wanted a chick voice, man, and you're the only one I could find. Get ready for something
1: hot, something real. Oh, hold on, hot. hold on. Oh, who one of them? I, are, is someone doing it back there, too?
2: I guess. We have it here. We have yes. the commercial here. All right. All right, let's start it over. <laughs> oh, boy, I hope that's not an indication of the night. I can't stand another night. All right, it's not going out over the air. Oh. Gee, all right, you play it from there, then. Right, Why so do we have to
3: lose? lose? <laughs> they told me they wanted a chick voice, man, and you're the only one I could find. Get ready for something hot. Something real hot. The <laughs> hideout is broadcast live
4: from Sun on the Beach this Monday, oh September 4th at 7 p.m. for Women's Erotic Wrestling. I got hot just thinking about it.
0: Come join G.I. Ho and Jessica Blade as they go at each other with whipped cream, bananas, and erotic toys.
5: Did someone say spanking? Not only will these hackers be all over each other
4: after they make up, hee, 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 Stick around. For that just beating the crap out of each other Woo.
0: And if that's not enough Black Bean and Daniel from the Monsters Will be there hanging out as well So be sure to order your tickets ahead of time By calling 407-408-4466 Or at sunonthebeach.com Sun on the beach is located In the heart of downtown Kissimmee. Go to realradio.fm For directions and all
5: of the details Hide out erotic wrestling Made September 7th Sun on the beach I'll see you there sailor
2: All right, so that was Wild Bill's version of the commercial for this uh, event. Now I see during this Wild Bill giving me the "I'm gonna slit your throat" sign. Uh, Wild Bill, what was that for? I saw you giving me that sign. What's going on? No,
4: that was "I don't want to be interviewed"
6: sign. Oh, Ah.
2: why? Why is why not? What's the problem? Why not? Yeah. Oh, I don't know.
6: Did you get in trouble? (laughs) No, I was working on a script.
2: For what? For the
6: interview. All right. Well, then we don't need a script. We'll bring Good evening,
7: back. ladies and gentlemen.
2: All right. well <laughs> Bill. How's it going out here tonight? What are you thinking? All right. <laughs> what is this music to talk by? Like? What do you think?
6: Oh well, I'm thinking it's going to be a huge sold-out crowd, bigger than before. Don't let the rain stop you, for God's sakes.
2: Why is it, Wild Bill, with the last two events that you've had, it's rained? Are you now the dark cloud over real radio?
6: No. I repeat,
3: no. Uh,
2: I'm beginning to think otherwise. You've got the body of the cloud. Not, I'm not the dark cloud. <laughs> uh,
3: Clown? Oh,
2: Clown? He's down drunk down. off
3: his ass, too, by the way. After. Already? Yeah, he got here around, I don't know, a little after we did at 5.30 and just started hammering down a drink. Well,
2: I don't blame him. i got a Bacardian Diet in my hands right now, too, there the lovely go. people here at Sun on the Beach. So, you're the dark cloud over real radio right now.
6: No, I repeat, that is uh, propaganda. I don't know where you heard that. It's, it's going to be a big Look, women's erotic wrestling.
2: Have you met G.I. Ho and Jessica just, Blade yet? Have I met them? Yeah. Oh, I've seen them. But have you met them, actually talked to them?
1: I'm not at liberty to say. I, I talked to Chris Gotti earlier today, and uh, he said they stopped by and put a little show on in the uh, in the green room over there. The over hell? the VIP When
2: was this? What time? Like
1: noon Oh. So Jesus. they were they were, uh, saucy at noon I can't imagine How it's going to be When they get in, sta- uh, in the ring
2: Alright this is Women's erotic wrestling That's the undercard For the extreme midget wrestling Here at Sun on the Beach Old Town Kissimmee Get down here Off of uh, What is it US 192 Yes Down here in Old Town Kissimmee We still got tickets available You're able to walk on up And uh, get your tickets For women's erotic wrestling And extreme midget wrestling
6: Get down, get down, get down tonight.
2: All right, thank you, Wild Bill. Jesus Christ! going to Jungle Boogie. I know. So we uh we had a very long weekend, J Dubs. Well, most people did. Uh, you and I, however, only worked mm-hmm. in two days. There's was a lot of stuff. I guess the Prime Minister of Australia died today. Really? I had no idea. I saw. I mean, it was all over the news. This big time Australian guy. I figured maybe he was like their greatest president ever. Uh, maybe, like, help found Australia. Because it was crazy how it was all over, like, Fox and CNN. And, you know, they are talking about this Australian guy and how big he was and how people were crying in the streets. And I'm like, wow, the Australian George Washington died? That's got to be a really sad thing.
1: Mm, it wasn't anybody political or anybody important. What do you mean? It was a croc hunter, Steve Irwin. What? Steve Irwin is dead, and everybody's taken a very, very very hard. Are you serious? Yeah. Who's T? Uh, the croc hunter. He, uh, crikey.
2: Did he write their declaration of independence? No,
1: he would, uh, tackle animals. (laughs) Basically, that's what he did. He would jump on animals and talk about. Wait,
2: wait, wait. I, listen. Last time we did this, we did a, uh, like a show after, I guess, a major tragedy. Mm -hmm. It was the tsunami and Dubs was misinformed. He didn't even know there was a tsunami. Um, I, am not going to trust your information. Because I saw people on television crying, and they wouldn't have been crying over a guy who tackles animals. They wouldn't nope. have been crying over a, a founding father.
1: Yeah, it's 100% Steve Irwin.
2: I like when he said, no, this is nah, move.
1: No, that was Paul Hogan.
3: <laughs> Not that guy. Right, so wow. it, wasn't even, it wasn't even Crocodile Dundee. Wow. Who cares? Oh, is it the guy that voiced the Outback commercials? He's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, so
1: who died? Steve Irwin, croc hunter.
2: I don't even know if you can say that word on the radio. I'll be honest with you. We may have to dump that. All right. Well, a crocodile. All right. We'll see if we can get the whole story on this. We'll take a break. Come back to Hideout Broadcasting Live from Extreme Midget Wrestling and also Women's Erotic Wrestling that is here, Sun on the Beach, Old Town, Kissimmee. you got time to get down here and get your tickets. Um, we'll uh, get details on hideout heretics.net, and FullBlownAids.com. More of the Hideout broad, live broadcast. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. It's the High Double Radio 104.1 broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee. Hefe and Dubs with you on this Labor Day night. Do come out and join us for women's exotic wrestling and. Uh, extreme midget wrestling, J Dubs.
1: Yes, G.I. Ho taking on Jessica Blade in the women's erotic wrestling, and the extreme midget wrestling kind of speaks for itself. There's two separate matches this time. Uh, last time there was one big cage match, this time two separate hardcore midget wrestling.
2: And that's whenever you uh, come out here to Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee. So make sure you do join us. Doors open at 8. Uh, women's exotic wrestling starts at 9. Midgets go on at 10. Hideout Live broadcast goes until 10 o'clock. Uh, Headoutheretics.net for more information on that. Uh, you got plenty of time to join us, though. You've done nothing but sit around all weekend, so now come out and have a very good time on this Monday night, Labor Day night. And it's a party of sorts, apparently, mm-hmm. because uh, a celebration of life. I didn't realize that um, such an important person died today, Jay.
1: That... Yes, the croc hunter, Steve Irwin.
2: All right, uh, we have this audio from CNN to tell us the story.
1: The way he lived his life. He was shooting a new
0: TV series in North Queensland called Deadly Sea Creatures when he came too close to one. The 44-year-old was swimming at that reef off Port Douglas around 11 when he was struck in the heart by the barb of a stingray.
6: Came over the top of a stingray and a barb hit.
2: All right, what are the chances, like seriously, of a stingray, which from what I understand are pretty much harmless, to have a barb. Um, come up, not only for it to come up, but to go directly through your rib cage or under your rib cage, perfectly to the point that it stabs a hole in your heart and you die immediately.
1: It was the perfect shot, and uh, people go swimming with stingrays all the time. I guess the difference. White is, people. Yes, yeah, so I guess the difference is when you go like uh, swimming with the stingrays, they have for you right there. Like, he clipped that little, like, uh, stabbing part like it's a nail. Uh, the barb. Yeah, and okay. then uh, then uh, I guess he was with some wild ones that wasn't clipped, and he got nailed. All right,
2: everything this guy's done, a freak mm-hmm. accident of a barb from a stingray is what takes him out of this world.
6: And went into his chest and put a hole into his heart.
7: It's likely that he possibly died instantly when the barb hit him.
0: A rescue helicopter was called but there was little the medical team could do. Friend and colleague Trevor Long from SeaWorld says stingray toxin causes your circulation to shut down. There's no
2: antidote to it, it's just a very horrible venom that we don't know a lot about. But it's not even about the venom; it's about having uh, some talon go directly through your heart. That's what ended up killing.
1: You yeah, get... it wasn't. It wasn't the uh, the uh, the whatever the poison from them. Yeah, people get stung all the time. That's mm-hmm. no problem. It's like having a uh, literally uh,
2: some sort of a, a safety spoke just go th- directly through your heart. Yeah, and it's nothing you can do. Seriously, the chances of that gotta be like <laughs> one in five million. it yeah, coming. Lucky bastard. I'm te- well, he had escaped. The other 499 million or whatever it was, no chance. He had, like, escaped death so many times.
1: That shows you, no matter how much of a professional you are in something like this, you know, e- e- you know people fly planes all the time, very uh, good pilots. Something goes wrong, it doesn't matter how good you are. That's
2: why you don't take chances in life. Mm-mm. That's why you sit inside playing World of Warcraft. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and getting hit in the trunk. Is, is is a bad situation.
0: Steve Irwin's body was taken to Cairns Hospital and word spread south swiftly with nine news first reporting just after two o'clock something terrible had happened to the Crocodile Hunter. For a man loved around the world, emotions were particularly Hold high. On.
2: Now let me talk about this for a second. It's the Hideout Radio 104.1 We are at the Hideout live broadcast for extreme midget wrestling and women's erotic wrestling, but right now we're uh, tying it up normally before the women go on stage. Here's what I don't understand. How he was loved by millions
1: worldwide. I know my girlfriend's uh, dad is really big into Steve Irwin. Did he cry today like a sissy? I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet. But I, even if you're a big fan, you got that's why you're a fan, because he takes these risks. Why would you cry? And the only reason to watch him is to wait for him to die. Exactly. You, you know he's on that brink of death. And now that he uh, he finally broke that brink, you should be happy and demanding to see that video. I'm
2: going to ask, too. That's what I was going to wonder. Are they actually going to show the video?
1: Because he was shooting a documentary at the time, so it has to be out there.
2: It was. Here's what they're going to do. By the way, it was filmed for a children's show. Here's uh-huh. what I think they're going to do. Like Grizzly Man. They're going sh- to put out a documentary, mm-hmm. and they're going to show all the crazy footage right up to, and they probably even have the footage of him getting stung, and they won't show it. The screen will go black.
1: Yeah, they'll play the audio.
2: You'll They'll, they'll play the audio of uh, splashing and people crying and maybe a nice little flat line, and then from there, that's it. That's all you're going to end up getting.
1: Because this is that big of a tragedy.
2: When In all, in all actuality, we should be seeing it all. Mm-hmm. I want to. I even want to see like the whole progression and how he's going to go through Australia, like Stalin. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, the way that people are crying about this, you would think that they are going to parade his body around all throughout Australia and maybe even bring it up here to
1: SeaWorld World in Orlando. And here's the thing: if they don't show it, it is the biggest lead-up without a payoff of all time. This guy has been promoting him, uh, playing with death for so long, and if they don't show the death. It's the biggest ripoff ever.
2: I'm not trying to be a shock jock, but I really would think in order to make his life complete in the circle of life, how about making him chum at Gator World? How about using his body to help feed and nourish the animals he loves so?
1: It's the circle of life, man. You don't think so?
2: That's a little sick. No, it's not sick. The guy loved animals. He loved crocodiles. did you feed him the stingray? No, stingrays don't eat humans. Don't be stupid anymore. We're having a fantastic conversation. All right, give us more of that.
0: I have his Australia Zoo on the Sunshine Coast. Many struggled with word their hero was dead. Oh, my God.
8: Sorry. Oh, can't be right. Of course he's seen the invincible. Hold on.
2: What do you mean, can't be right? <laughs> this is a guy who spent his life sticking his head into alligator heads or jaws wrestling alligators, wrestling bears or whatever else he did. What do you mean it can't be right? What do you mean it's a shock? You know this was going to happen. If he didn't go out this way, it'd be a disappointment. You don't want to see a like guy like this dying of old age. Dude, there was a chick
3: at 7-Eleven that worked there crying today because the g- guy before me in line told her,
1: and she started crying. Why? I don't know. Like, it, what, th- th- Set it up for me. Tell. Uh, you were I in went, line. And... I, w-
3: I went in line. There's a guy standing there talking to the checkout girl going, Hey, did you hear about Steve Irwin? She goes, Who's that? And he goes, <laughs> No, no. It's, no, it's no. the crocodile guy. And she goes, Oh, my God, really? That's... It's so sad. He's like an American icon. She started tearing up. She had
1: no idea no. the guy's actual name. No. But when she finds out it's the crocodile guy yeah. and he died, she starts tearing up over it. She started tearing up. The guy. Was t- she crying about that or the fact that she was working at a convenience store? <laughs> I don't
2: know. But then, My life is meaningless. But the guy, I'm a zero. I wish I had been stung in the heart. Then I wouldn't have to restock
3: the third aisle. <laughs> The guy left and then she's still oh, crying. Isn't,
1: isn't
3: that sad news? And I used her co- own sparks. I used a couple of expletives. I said, Blank, no, I'm glad he's dead. Look at you, aren't you cool? Yeah, I was like, a can, I, out of seven can, I,
2: can I just get my CDs Doesn't and get you know, out bad of here. enough life? Take her down a peg. All right. Yeah, right away, chunks. Aren't you fantastic? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hideout, real radio 104.1. If the show sounds different, we are broadcasting live. From Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee, it is extreme midget wrestling and women's erotic wrestling. And by the way, if you're offended over the fact that we're talking trash about Steve Irwin, screw you. Because I mean it. So what? And I don't mean to be heartless or anything. But he is. He is playing with death for so long. I mean... Yeah. Listen, it's a
1: light—it's a, light, a hearted matter. <laughs> oh, right. Ah, see, so. now it begins. Yeah, play some Don okay. Johnson. Just need to get to the heart of the matter. Looking for a heartbeat.
2: <laughs> 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 but that's what I don't understand. Because if you're a fan of this guy, then you wanted something bad to happen to him. You watched, waiting for something bad to happen. I'm just waiting for someone to break his heart. Tony Braxton for mm-hmm. him. That's off the Boomerang soundtrack. You got the rest of that chunks, or was that it? But uh,
9: yeah. It's an absolute tragedy what happened. He died
6: doing what he loved, didn't he?
0: The country's leaders are paying glowing tributes.
4: I really do feel uh, Australia has lost uh, a a wonderful and colourful son.
0: A stunned Premier describing Steve Irwin as perhaps our greatest international ambassador.
2: All right, hold on a second. Let me me just shed a tear for Australia for a second since they (laughs) lost their greatest ambassador. Oh, they're you,
1: screwed if that's real.
2: Are you telling me other than Paul Hogan and Outback Steakhouse, they have they have nothing else of worth? <laughs> that's what it's sounding like to me. I remember Chris Anstey when he was drafted in the first round by the Mavericks. He seemed like he was going to be a player. <laughs> other than that, what has Australia truly given us? Luke Longley. <laughs> Luke Longley won a couple of championships. How about that? He played with Jordan. What, he's not important to you? No, it's only got to be Steve Irwin. Listen, this is like the United States saying, we've lost our biggest national export, Steve-O. And oh, man,
3: don't even joke.
2: I'd like to apologize, and the world is broken because the boys from Jackass got hurt and died doing a stunt while filming for Jackass.
1: Exactly. It, 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 he's like one of those people where you cannot be surprised if he dies. Listen, I'll be honest with you. If uh, Chris
2: Pondis and Steve-O died filming a uh, version of Wild Boys... I
1: wouldn't care. You know, no, thinking, I'd be like, oh, that sucks that I'm not gonna see any more of the shows. But I, other than that,
2: I guess I'd be able to DVR something else. That's the only way that it would affect me in my life.
1: Yeah, you you would have to cancel the DVR, but you'd get plenty of you know that un unedited footage.
2: Yet you're able to turn on you turn on the television
1: and you see nothing
2: else. You see nothing else but this crocodile hunter and I guess uh Larry Cro- King week. is going to play back an interview from like 3 years ago.
1: I saw that today on uh, uh, Good Morning America or whatever they're they're re-showing the one where he had the the piece of meat that he was hanging in front of the crocodile and the baby in one arm. And uh <laughs> they're showing uh some guy and uh Steve Irwin fighting over if that was right or not. He's like I'm I'm careful with everything I do I'm a professional. And now look at him. A stingray. Oh. A damn stingray killed you. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1, broadcasting live from
2: Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee. What's sea line. Oh, can't, can't get you. Yeah, you don't have your
1: mic on, stupid. It's, it's on? It's on right. now. Who hasn't watched Crocodile Hunter and rooted on the crocodile?
2: Oh, of course, every time. That's why you watch it. Don't be stupid. I it's mean... like
1: watching NASCAR
6: and not wanting anybody to crash. Of well, course you want well, to see listen, a crash.
2: The people who watch NASCAR, give it to them. After racing and finishing third in the real race last week, and I understand there's a little bit to it, <laughs> and there's an art to driving around in a circle, fine, I can deal with that. <laughs> but um, as far as the sport goes of attacking animals and touching animals, and listen, I'll give it to them for this, not to be completely cold-hearted. Um, the guy, um, uh, I'd say I have a hole in my heart for the guy, but um, but he did, I mean, he was a great environmentalist, mm-hmm. he was a naturalist, you know what I mean? So he did do good things, but I don't understand the uproar.
1: Is it that slow of a news day here I in guess the United so. States? Well, they, there's nothing really else going on. Everybody's on vacation. No,
2: nah, Yeah, there's no war going on. No. There's no reason to talk we about a war. We take vacation from the war. Or I'm sure people died uh, over the and There's no reason to talk about that. Uh, there's still that thing in Afghanistan, I guess, and uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. We won that one already. Mm. All right, we'll take a break. Is that it for the audio? Or do you still have
3: a little bit more? Yeah, it's just like yeah, just we'll finish it, it out. Maybe. We started it.
6: And Australia
0: on the international map. I mean, I can remember going to the United States, where people would not know the Prime Minister of Australia, but they would they knew Steve Irwin. Steve's okay. wife, Terry on. was on a
2: trekking... Now that, I'm ashamed of us, <laughs> because we don't know who the Prime Minister is of people uh, other where, other places in the world. Who cares? But we know Steve Irwin.
0: ...holiday in Tasmania, and is tonight returning to Queensland. As family groups continued to pay their respects, staff left Australia Zoo in absolute... Ch-
2: they get cut off, is that it? Great. Nice Saturday. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I will say this, too. If you're his wife, I mean, I guess you knew that, you know, he was going to go out like this. Mm-hmm. But even, do you
1: you got to feel for his kids because now they're not going to have a, a dad. To put him in harm's way. Yeah, they're going to have a dad to teach him how to uh, jump in, a, in an animal's mouth. Thank it, God. He, he just saved the, the
2: child's life. Yet there are people in this country crying over it. And I guarantee you, back at the compound, we already have email and hate mail waiting for us. Because Steve Irwin died. God forbid. It's a hideout. Roll Radio. Uh, Do join us broadcasting live out at Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kisseming. For women's erotic wrestling featuring G.I. Ho and Jessica Blade, followed by Extreme Midget Wrestling. Daniel and Blackbeam from the Monsters are going to be here. Tickets are still available. Get down to Old Town Kissimmee. Sun on the beach. The party isn't even beginning to get started. Doors at 8, unless you're a heretic card holder or a monster militia dog tag holder. You come on out before 8, you can get in early. Doors at 8, and then the entire party starts at 9 o'clock with the women taking the ring. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1.
1: Space hog? No, space... Space hog? I've been in your Whatever it's a monster magnet, right? Yeah. The Hideout,
2: Road Radio one hundred four point one, broadcasting. <laughs> I actually, I don't mind this song. I just hadn't heard this in Michigan. Uh, welcome back to the Hideout, row Radio one hundred four point one, as we broadcast live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee. It is uh, the Hideout with women's erotic wrestling featuring GI Ho and Justin Blade. I hope to talk to them sometime soon as they take the ring at nine. Then uh, extreme midget wrestling at ten o'clock. Daniel yep. and Black from the Monsters are going to be here at uh, any time. Old Town Kissimmee, uh, right here in Kissimmee. Very easy to find, very easy to get to. Uh, We do hope you're on your way, and uh, it's going to be a fantastic Labor Day night. Coming out and spinning with the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. All right, we were talking about the Steve Irwin situation. Mm -hmm. The croc hunter who apparently uh, died having a stingray perfectly pierce his body cavity uh, directly to his heart and kill him instantly. (laughs) And... I mean, it, it, but here's the thing. It really is. It it's comical. You would have never, like, if you had even put it in the movie. Like, let's say they make a movie. I'm sure they did. But let's say before he died, they were gonna write a movie about uh, the Croc Hunter.
1: Well, they did do that one movie where it was a very campy, uh, kiddie type movie.
2: But if at the end he died by a stingray, would that be enough of a payoff
1: for you on no, that movie? No. No, not at all. I mean, that that would be the worst ending to the movie you could ever write. Other than the fact that he lived old age, mm-hmm. then but other than that, it seems like it would be
2: awful. Now apparently we have been insensitive in the way that we've talked about it. Really? And I would like to send out our condolences mm-hmm. uh, to the uh, to the Hunter family. First they lose Hunter S. Thompson, mm-hmm. now they lose the Croc Hunter. I mean,
1: really? They, the only bright moment they have had really is Good Will Hunting. I think that's like the really yeah that was one. the family movie that mm-hmm. made it real big. And the big blow that. Really took him out early was uh, I, I believe Hunter was taken out in his prime.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, the, the television TV show.
2: I mean, it's been a real bad run for the Hunter family. Mm.
1: Really, I haven't seen the Dare Hunter in the longest time. It really needs to come back on, on network TV. Yeah.
2: Well, what about Ted? Uh, Ted Nugent. The, the great white hunter? Yeah. Uh, he's I,
1: actually falling on some hard times. I just hope
2: that side of the family isn't hurt. Uh, I'm I,
1: sure all of them are feeling it right now.
2: Actually, I'll be honest with you. I wish it had been Ted Nugent <laughs> instead of Steve Irwin. Without a doubt. I could uh, Steve Irwin <laughs> doesn't, doesn't rob me either way or rub me either way. <laughs> but uh, Ted Nugent almost got me fired once. So screw him. It's the Hideout Rule Radio broadcasting live from
1: Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee. You know, I, I would imagine and uh, all the prophecies have said it would happen next month, the hunt for Red October.
2: Uh-huh. And uh <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Could you imagine, dude? I just want to stop and talk about it for <laughs> a second. you You're just going on a swim. He's filming a children's show that he was doing with his daughter. So, his daughter I, saw it. No. She Now that's what everyone's saying is the daughter did not see it. She was not there. Whatever. But you know she had to be in the transport or something. Mm-hmm. You know she was I around. Mean? She right. was somewhere close. When all of a sudden everyone's panicking and they're taking Daddy away and they don't know why.
1: He's just got, like, a fountain going from his chest.
2: And even she's got to know, one, they were just swimming with stingrays. What's the problem? Why is he so pale? Right.
1: <laughs> Get some sun,
2: Dad. Oh. For sake. Why is he shaking? My daddy won't wake up. <laughs> now, let me ask you. <laughs> That's the old n-? cold. Yeah, that was a little heartless. What? Like, uh, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Heartless, good one. No, that's not what I meant.
1: Um, All right, let me ask you, where were you boys in the day that Steve Irwin died? Um, Well, I found out the news at about 4 a.m. when I was searching around the Internet, and it was a number three story on Yahoo. So it really surprised me that it was top news today. When I was on last night, it was number three on Yahoo
2: first thing i said was shut the hell up and that's because my chick woke me up saying hey steve Irwin's dead i'm like shut the hell up i'm trying to
1: sleep <laughs> please you're more annoying than that uh... so no she's not she's here steve. well then when it's the steve Irwin. <laughs> line? Got, um...
2: all right let me ask is there anyone in the united states that it would equate to the way that this is getting worldwide run is there anyone any of our big media stars Maybe Tom Cruise?
1: K Fed. No, Tom Cruise wouldn't get this big of a run.
2: Hey, you think about how like the injustices in the world. Steve Irwin's dead, but K Fed's alive. <laughs> Louis Anderson is alive. <laughs> you know, there's so many they,
1: I like my gators deep front,
2: <laughs> <laughs> There are just so many scoundrels on this earth that are still alive. I know.
1: Steve Irwin, something happens to his heart before Louie Anderson. Right. His heart should have given out way before.
2: Ralphie May, just all these people still alive Mm -hmm. with Steve Irwin dead. Is there anybody in the United States that you would say, okay, this is equal to the passing? Do you think Angelina? Jolie? Yeah. It would have to be something crazy, though, like she died during sex or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) Makes sense. Blood out. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that's what that's, this time. that's how he died. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like if there's any other way. Yeah, Celine, you got
1: one. The Larry the Cable Guy. No, right, that would oh, be a national no. tragedy. No. National tragedy. I would be laughing harder than I am today over Steve Irwin. We'd
2: have to cancel the live broadcast. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. If uh, Larry the Cable Guy died, there's no way I could personally perform. Uh, in fact, now even thinking about it, I'm thinking I may have to break early. <laughs> Just because I'm all teared up thinking about the
1: passing of a legend. Ever, out his own flannel. You ever break wind so hard? <laughs> that <laughs> your back? <right> <laughs> <laughs> or you fart so hard? Punched a hole in your heart? Oh, why do you got to
2: take it there? I know. There's no need for that. Come on. Please a tragedy yeah time plus tragedy yeah. equals comedy yeah. it's not even been 12 hours here 24 hours and you're still yucking it up over there I am uh, it's a hideout <laughs> broadcasting live sun on the beach old town Kissimmee you do still have time to get your tickets get on down here women's erotic wrestling um also two uh extreme midget wrestling doors are at 8 o'clock come on down watch a fantastic Labor Day night show they got all kinds of uh beer uh tubs and everything set
1: up uh... Shunks wrote out our little list here of, you know, like the directions and how to get here, tell people how to get here. Uh... I'm gonna read this off word for word real quick. All right, don't go by this then. If chunks wrote it, <laughs> one mile east of I-4 on Highway 192 in Kissimmee, Florida, uh, mile marker nine, exit 65 off of I-4, the Gaylord Palms exit. Stay on the left, and you're almost there. Ooh, Around the bend. Exclamation point.
2: Yeah. Um. Thank you, chunks. Very good work. You're
1: almost
3: here. there. Hey, That's right. Very good work. I'm I- sorry, my heart just wasn't into it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steve
3: Irwin. That's all it's going to be all
2: night Oh, huh? That's all we're going to get. Ooh. I sure hope it doesn't happen in threes. I sure hope this isn't the night that G.I. Ho punches out and also, too, Puppet the Psycho Dwarf. You know, if it does happen, I hope it's tonight. Although, yeah, you're right. No, For a just... big-ass party. That would be that would be actually good for us mm-hmm. so now that we live in a world that doesn't have the croc hunter maybe you can fight it in your heart to come watch some extreme midget wrestling
1: and John women's erotic wrestling
2: and uh, women's erotic wrestling Is uh, it's a new and improved stage or I guess you would call it ring mm-hmm. that is now five feet above the, uh, the ground floor so that everyone can see very very easy to see uh, last time was a little bit difficult because it was so packed this go around you should have absolutely no problem We'll take a break. Come back. A lot more going on in the world besides uh, Steve Irwin and his death, and also too Daniel from Bla- uh, Daniel and Monster from the Black uh, <laughs> Daniel and Black Bean from the Monsters will be here, and uh, we'll also talk to some of the midgets. And I hope to chat it up with G.I. Ho or Jessica Blade. That is all coming up next. Hideout Broadcasting Live, Sun on the Beach, Old Town Kissimmee. Get down here, enjoy the Labor Day night party with the Hideout and Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to The Hideout. Real Radio 104.1 Broadcasting Live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee. It is Labor Day night. That means it is time. Uh, we've been talking about it for exactly a week now. Women's Erotic Wrestling uh, featuring G.I. Ho and Jessica Blade followed by Extreme Midget Wrestling. Daniel and Blackbean from the Monsters are going to be here. Old Town Kissimmee, Son of the Beach. Get down here, get your tickets. A lot of fun on this Labor Day night.
1: You know, the uh, the door's open in about five, mi- uh, five minutes, so I'm calling this the quiet riot before the storm.
2: Yeah, we were all singing uh, earlier during the commercial break to come on, feel the noise. Uh, dubs, let's welcome into the hideout. Uh, T.O., the world's smallest extreme athlete. What's okay. happening, fellas? What's, what's happening? On, what's happening? What's going on, brother? Good to see doing, you. Doing, doing. Um, At a full 3 feet 11 inches That's tall. That's
10: right. The world's smallest extreme athlete right here,
2: buddy. Um, nice. Dude, tell me about what you guys got planned tonight for extreme interest. Well,
10: I'm just going to do what I do is go out there and whoop some butt. You know what I mean? I was here last time, and I jumped off the 8-foot steel cage, and I'm just going to go out there and be extreme.
2: Are you uh, at all worried that they've raised the... Uh the, uh... Ring? Yeah, the ring
10: here? No, man, I mean, like, that's what I do. I do whatever it takes to win the match. Like I said, I jumped off the 11... I mean, the 8-foot cage, this is probably not even... You have high.
1: Not, not even uh, just the uh, jumping off the cage last time. You jumped off the cage... Through a table. That's right. So, I mean, it, it is extreme hardcore midget wrestling going on out here tonight.
2: Dude, how long did it take you to recover after last time, after the pay-per-view last, uh, last month?
10: No, oh, not long, man. It's just like we do this year-round, you know? We do three, four shows a week, touring all over the wow. nation, all over the world. And it's just like we're small guys, but we got... You know we got strength and uh.
1: You're resilient,
2: yeah. Right. So, what's the response? Because I know you guys travel around the nation, like you said, travel around the world. It's so a hideout, row radio 104.1 with T.O. the world's smallest extreme athlete. Of course, we're out broadcasting live for the extreme midget uh, extreme midget wrestling and women's erotic wrestling. What is the reaction you get? I mean, I heard a story. Hold on, let me let me say this real fast. And I'm sure. not gonna i put anybody out there. No, no. But there was a very hot chick who was here last time. Okay, uh-huh. blonde, yes. She called in... I talked to her when we were here. That she called into the show last Friday night and said that she went and had sex. I'm not going to say with who, but with one of you guys. And this chick... Was banging. Yes. I mean, she was gorgeous, and so I'm thinking, wow, all right. I'm thinking, you know, maybe hitting on her if my chick didn't see. And then I, and as it turns out, you know, she wasn't interested. And then I hear that she hooked up with one of you guys. And, Is it that way around the around the world essentially?
10: Yeah, we are superstars.
2: We're out there. We're in the limelight. You know,
10: and a midget wants. I mean, a chick wants to have sex with a midget. And, you know. Her boyfriend definitely ain't gonna. If he ain't here, he ain't gonna believe her. Yeah, right. exactly. You know what I'm saying? What's, what's he gonna do? She'd be like, "Honey, I get, you know, yeah. have."
2: Right, no, I got you. I understand yeah. what you're saying. she's I, not gonna. Yeah. She's, she's not her gonna her tell more. Her gonna be
10: like, "Yeah, okay, right on, baby. Sure, Whatever you say."
2: Right. <laughs> oh well, that's they do. That's too funny. Have you ever had that situation where a boyfriend has even come up to you and said? I don't maybe not oh, yeah. have sex with him, but maybe hey, will you make oh, out with my yeah. chick? Yeah, he's like,
10: dude, you know, fill up with my girl, man, make out with her, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, don't get mad with him. She just goes back to my hotel room. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> T.O., the world's smallest extreme athlete here on the Out Road Radio 104.1. I believe the uh, the extreme midget wrestling matches kick off about 10 o'clock. The women's erotic wrestling kicks That's off at nine. Something interesting. Now, have you, have you guys toured with the uh, with no, the ladies? This is, this
10: is actually the first time I'm gonna be seeing this, so I'm gonna definitely have a front row seat to that myself.
2: Yeah, that gets started <laughs> at nine o'clock, and I've uh, I've seen some things. There was a YouTube video that we had on uh, on our fan board, HideoutHeretics.net, and just seeing like how flexible, flexible these girls mm-hmm. are, uh, what they're how, into. Yeah, how
1: open they are to do
10: anything. Yes.
2: How important it is for them to make up with each other
10: afterwards. Uh, yeah. And that's the best thing, man. They're staying in a
2: room right below my suite. Ooh, so. Nice. Damn, look at you guys living the life. And what is it going on? We talked to Puppet earlier, uh, uh, actually last week, actually last Friday, he talked about the twenty-one dollar match. What is the twenty-one dollar match? Is it a staple?
10: Ah, uh, yeah, I believe it is. I just heard a piece of it. You know, um, I think Puppet's a little scared to be fighting mm-hmm. me tonight, so he's gonna like bow guard me and go around me, and I think he's gonna be wrestling Mad Max. And mm-hmm. basically, what they're gonna do is they're gonna get money from the crowd, and whoever gets twenty-one dollars first is gonna be the winner.
2: All right, and I think that for every dollar they get from the crowd. They're going to staple it to their bodies. Yes, yes, that's right. With that's a staple right. gun. Now yeah, uh, they're
10: going to probably have money all over their body.
1: What's the rundown of your match? Like, uh, is, it, is there anything other than just extreme midget um, wrestling?
10: Well, I think me and Kato's just going to go out there and, and perform it. Just and, bust and, each other up? Do our thing, man, you know. I think we're going to put a little more of the wrestling into it show our uh, athletic ability.
1: Nice. Very
2: good. Well, T.O., I appreciate you swinging by, brother. Well, thanks for having me. The world's smallest extreme athlete at yay, yay. 3 foot 11 inches. Totally the wrestling <laughs> wrestling for eight years, part of the uh, Half Pint Brawlers, also on TNA. He's done seven pay-per-views. We thank him for coming into the hideout tonight. We'll you take a break. Come that. back. Come see T.O. and the rest of the uh, extreme thanks, midget wrestlers and the women's erotic wrestlers. As doors are about to open, then at nine o'clock the women's erotic wrestling kicks off. Ten o'clock, the, uh, the the midgets will take the stage, take the ring for your entertainment. It's Labor Day night. Come on out, wrap up the extended holiday weekend with some fun in the Hideout. Road
1: Radio 104.1. It really rocks from the Hideout.
2: All right, welcome back to The Hideout. Real Radio 104.1 broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee for women's erotic wrestling and extreme midget wrestling. It is a Monday night, Labor Day night. That is no excuse. You want to come on out and you want to see this, and here's why. Dubs, I just saw Mm -hmm. G.I. Ho and Jessica
1: Blade. I'm staring at them right now.
2: And we're going to talk to them in just a second. It's going to be like two Tiffany's uh, from the Monsters. It's going to be like two Tiffany's beating the hell out of each other and then making
1: up. They're they're very impressive, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm looking at them right now, and they're standing on the other side of the ring, and I can only see their face, and they're still hot.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Just platinum blondes with big boobs
1: and... Drinking already and just And uh, the ring all over them the
2: carnies, look at them Yeah, <laughs> taking, taking pictures with their camera phones Down their shirts
1: out,
2: Holy Christ
1: You know, I can get you a free funnel cake
2: <laughs> If you don't like that, I can get you an elephant uh, ear How about a turkey leg? I can make that happen, too You like
1: cotton candy? So, uh, you want to ride on the matador? That's what I call Mine. <laughs> um.
2: Holy Christ! So we'll be talking to them here in about ten minutes, dude. Oh man.
1: Staring at your teacups.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh,
6: jeez. don't do gravitron for free. You know me, uh,
2: that, all that because. Do the,
1: you want to uh, go backwards? You know what I mean. <laughs>
2: Uh, so it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1 broadcasting live. From look at that
1: girls, be- which is real. Yeah,
2: <laughs> sun on the beach in Old Town Kasumi. Uh, I forgot that you grew up in Fowlerville, so that's all they have. Yeah, that's all we have. Is a fair? The
1: Fowlerville Fair when that comes around,
2: it's big time oh, for you guys. It was
1: huge. All the rednecks would be waiting over by that big guy, that big punching bag thing. It's great. So uh, yeah, as you look at these chicks, though, and they're mm-hmm. gonna be fighting
2: and. Whipped cream. All right, we'll get the details from them in a second. <laughs> Dubs, uh, here at uh, Sun on the Beach, you know we've had some ideas for maybe doing some things. And one of the things, too, is we're about to start this upcoming, uh, upcoming weekend is uh, the beginning of the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Yes. We're going to have a huge announcement about that tomorrow. But for those of you that don't know, the Hideout Fantasy Football League, it's everybody on the show, plus Drunky the Bear from the Monsters in the Morning and your cousin, Curious BJ. Yes. Whoever gets the fewest points at the end of the fantasy football weekend has to perform a stunt. I'm thinking out here at Sun on the Beach is the perfect place for us to maybe do the stunt bowl next year and or, two, if we have another one of these uh, live broadcasts with extreme midget wrestling, also coming out here to do uh, to do uh, like the stunts from
1: the month. Yeah, so we just let them pile up for that month so we aren't doing them every week and everything. And uh, we just have a few hardcore stunts out here uh, if we ever do this again.
2: So uh, this would be fantastic. Now, uh, Dubs, you had an idea for the Helmet of Pain because the stunts come from what we call the Helmet of Pain.
1: Yes, uh, we, uh, we draw a different stunt each week for whoever lost. And uh, I saw this, this uh, news story last night. Chris Sims, quarterback for the Buccaneers, who uh, actually is still on the free agent uh, wire, uh, if anybody wants to pick him up for our uh, fantasy league. But uh, I, oh. guess, I guess Chris Sims has another man's initials tattooed oh. on his ankle. Uh, he went to the University of Texas, I believe, and uh, him and Kyle Shanahan, son of, uh, of Coach Shanahan over at the Broncos, uh, each have each other's initials tattooed on their ankles.
2: That's not gay.
1: <laughs> wow. Mo or no? Uh, yeah, that's Mo. If you have another man's uh, initials tattooed on Listen, your ankles.
2: you can be John Travolta and kiss a guy on the lips with your pelvises apart. That is straighter than getting the tattoo of your best friend's initials into your ankles of all places. Why not just go ahead and put it on the coin bag? Why not just just put it there and say, hey, this is Mark territory. Mine. This belongs to
1: him. So, for Helmet of Pain, I'm thinking the loser for that week gets the top scorers' initials tattooed on their ankles. No. Not Why? In, not interested. Matt, are you in? No. Why? It's going to be a black tattoo. Listen, <laughs> I,
2: I think i got a great team. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I may have the best team. But there could be a chance at some point that I have guys out or someone's hurt. Mm-hmm. I am not getting the winner's tat. Uh, uh, oh, the girls just walked by. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I'm not getting the winner's initials tattooed into my ankle. It's just not happening.
1: You can uh, make it up. You don't have to say exactly what it is. yeah you, know, you just uh, you know you know yourself that it's uh, someone's initials, all but right, you, so, know, you can tell people it's something else. All
2: right, let's go through the initials real fast.
1: Mine, JJ. Matt is MS. <laughs> Multiple sclerosis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can be. <laughs>
2: They can be
1: your pink ribbon.
2: Um chunks, it's A V.
1: It's Tom- a big club you were into in uh, high school.
2: Yeah. Uh, for Tommy it's uh it's T M. Trademark.
1: Yeah. yeah. Your trademark. That just got dumped.
2: That one actually wouldn't be so bad. You know, you could say something else. Yeah. For B J, oh god, it's B J uh Or technically it could be B W. B W or R W. Yeah, for Robert Wellman. Who are we leaving at? The interns. There's no possible way I'm getting an interns tattoo or uh, initials tattooed on my body.
1: C.L.? Not interested. Oh, that could be real bad, yeah. C.L. Oh. Something, Lover. You like...
2: Oh, no. no. All right, I got gotcha.
1: you. No, 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 no.
2: No, thank you. Not at all. Uh, so they're laying out the tarp here.
1: Oh, yeah. it's like my bathroom. Uh, d- hold on I have a, sec. a nice chick over.
2: Let me say this uh, for two seconds mm-hmm. to bring up personal stuff. So Matt Albert, okay, oh God, comes down and asks me and my chick, uh, "Does do plumbers take cash?" <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, really I got sick. black stuff coming out of my drain. <laughs>
1: And it's not me, for once.
2: Uh, and I'm like, what are you talking about? So I go up into his bathroom, because he's got his own bathroom, to investigate. <sighs> I don't want to gross you out, but I swear to Christ on my life that the bathrooms at a 24-hour IHOP or uh, Waffle House are cleaner than what I saw. Less syrup. I, <laughs> no, 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 you say that jokingly. So here's what's going on.
1: Why don't you clean?
2: Let me tell you first what's going on. Okay. Um, So Hideout Road Radio 104.1 coming out extreme midget wrestling, women's erotic wrestling. There are used, like, empty toilet paper rolls, like, somehow building a fort around the lining of the bathroom. Yeah, whole log cabin. Yeah, like Lincoln Logs. I'm not going to lie to you. Just about 100 used Q-tips just randomly spread out. What is wrong with no, you? No, 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 no. That's not even the worst. Were all you right?
1: cleaning out your pores, you big bastard?
2: <laughs> then, the actual bathtub cakes. With... Cake? No, 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 no. I wish. Maybe. Pie. I'd hope. Because it's just this black mold uh... all throughout the tile and also the shower curtain. Dude, you got to wash that out, no, man. no, 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 I was in the middle of cleaning. No. That's when I found that the, oh. the shower drain was messed By up. By the way, this is post-cleaning, I'm saying. Okay. It wasn't closed. Here's the kicker. Middle. And I'm not even lying to you. Yellow crusted, I'm going to call slime slash waste. Stop. Just spread out right around where the toilet bowl is. Oh, stop. (laughs) Come on, man. Okay.
1: How long have you lived over there?
2: Just caked. Since April. Chiseled. 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 You You couldn't chisel it away.
1: Is this the first time you cleaned that bathroom or tried to clean it? No. You liar. No, I swear on Buster's life. I don't that's care. That's
2: not the first time, dude. It a is second. It is horrific. I mean, it's beyond horrific. So much so that I want him to, to clean before I would allow a janitor, or not a janitor, but a plumber, to come over and fix it. Because if I were the if I were the uh, the plumber coming over, yeah. I'd call the cops. <laughs> I'd be like, "There's I don't know if they're cooking up uh, mass in here." I don't know if someone's being held against their will. I don't know if a murder happened in here. But there's so much DNA and just nasty crud. Me? <laughs> throughout the. And he goes. And so then he has the balls to say, I don't know how the drain got stuffed <laughs> up. And I'm like, what are you talking? And then that's when I go upstairs. And I'm not lying to you, dude. So he tries to put drain on stuff in it. Outside of the drain is like this black. I'm gonna say oil. Let's say maybe we're gonna be we're gonna be rich now. But there's just this oil that is float it's like Exxon Valdez uh, in the bathtub.
3: Texas tea. So it's black mold,
2: man. That's <laughs> what it is. It's,
1: I guess it is. That's it's just old, old mold. I, I imagine like if a if a seal went in there, they'd have to bring in some kind of crew to like wipe that thing down and save its life.
2: I believe I wanna call hazmat.
1: Well, there is a manatee flopping around in there at all times. So
2: I'm telling you, dude, it is so disgusting what Hunger Huggy Hippo does. <laughs> the guy is just dirty. And this is not even going to his room. You know what I mean? And it's just heartbreaking to see uh, what could be. And it's almost like you have no I mean, I know you have no self-worth, but it's almost <laughs> like you don't even respect me and my chick because you keep it so dirty. What do you respect? And technically, that's like a public bathroom because it's not connected to his room.
1: Yes, you are getting the disappointed uh, nod from me. Okay.
2: I want. To, remember, we have photos of Chunks's bathroom on Real mm-hmm. Radio. That FM doesn't even come close because Chunks oh. just had a lot of crap laying out. Like yeah, it seventeen
1: razors or something. Yeah. It, there wasn't a thick uh, sludge slime uh, going around the whole place.
2: Well, the, uh, the drain is backed up. It's backed no, no, no. up into the No, st- no, no, because no. you got the Amazon
1: jungle
3: growing in there, There's man.
2: No, let me say it now. There's a film of urine ah. on the floor around the toilet. You're just exaggerating. No from no, no, the no, air. no no. No, no. I'm not. All right. Didn't wait, wait. At my There's old place at th- my old place. Didn't oh. your chick come and try to clean the-, yes. the bathroom?
1: And it was impossible. There was no way to uh, she said there was like an inch and a half thick kind of sludge in the uh, in the the, uh, the sink. Name and she, was, was, jello she was she was trying to chisel it off and she could not do it.
3: Oh, what around the toilet? Yeah. You 30 bastard! You know that reminds me. Remember when he stayed at our place a year ago, mm-hmm. and I told you guys, it's like I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe somebody dropped water or something around there. But I think when oh, that yeah. came over, he he went down you, near the yeah. bay. Dude, are you so fat?
2: I can reach on, that. You no no no. You can't reach, but that you can't see where you're going. I can see where I'm going. There has to be something. Do you not turn on the light?
1: Well.
2: Dude, dude, I'm not playing.
1: Well when he walks in front
2: of me, he can't see what's going on there. He would have a so better he would have a better shot going into the bathtub. I do the sprinkler method. That's funny now. Stop. But uh clean that mess. So a plumber's gotta come over Wednesday before we go on the monster cruise on Thursday. I've never seen anything so horrific in my life. I'm so proud of him because he's got a job or two now. Mm -hmm. He's making his way up in the world. He's been funny on the show over the last three weeks. This bathroom has wiped out all dirty. I'm not going to say clean. Dirty. It is so bad.
1: Wipe the slate dirty. That's... I'm
2: gonna. I'm gonna take a photo of it. Yeah. I'd like to take a culture of the film that's gathering around that toilet. Oh, that's, no, I'm that's sure. No. I'm sure. I really want to no. see what's going on behind it, dude. You know, sometimes you know we're guys. Sometimes we all miss, and there's a little buildup behind, it, oh, behind stop. it. Yeah, it can happen.
1: It can happen.
3: Uh, I'm sure it's the it's, Hudson River back there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mold thing that gets to me. I mean, don't you see that stuff growing? Ah. I mean, it turns. It starts k- off
1: with different colors before it turns black why don't you throw a carp in there and maybe that'll eat up all that uh crud on the ground there oh the dude. bottom feeder
2: and like my cat wandered in there today and i'm like oh sweet juice i take him out i disinfect him <laughs> my chick goes in there and be like oh my god i feel dirty i need to shower i just showered but i walked in here and there's just this cake of Matt. this dna this tar it's like asphalt right, on the no ground. There's no reason to be racist. I was trying to keep this at a civilized. What's wrong, run. baby? All right, let's take a break. Come back with GI Ho, Jessica Blade, Hideout Broadcasting Live for women's erotic wrestling featuring GI Ho and Jessica Blade. Extreme midget wrestling. Daniel and Blackwing for the monsters are here. We'll chat it up with them in just a little bit. It's the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Hemp and Dubs broadcasting live as we are at Dawn on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee. It is Labor Day night. Uh, we did one of these last time, uh, last month, J-Dubs, with the Midget Extreme Cage Match Wrestling. Yes. This week, even better. Mm-hmm. Um, we, of course, have Extreme Midget Wrestling, but what everyone is excited about. All the clamor on the web boards, hideoutheretics.net, is the undercard, I guess you would say, with uh, the beautiful ladies, G.I. Ho and Jessica Blade uh, with Women's Erotic Wrestling. Ladies, welcome into the hideout. Welcome to Central Florida. Good to see you all. Hi, guys. Thank you. Um, All right. Now, G.I. Ho has been wrestling for three years, Dubs. Yes. And she's from Michigan. Oh, whereabouts? Detroit. Ah. Now, you're not actually from Detroit because no
1: one's from Detroit. I'm going to say, uh, uh... Livonia.
2: I, sure, nice. uh, I almost said uh, Sterling Heights. Dubs from Fowlerville, yes, Michigan. Yes, Fowlerville, the, where, very, uh, uh, the
1: great uh, metropolis of Fowlerville.
2: Yeah, all the way up 96. Mm-hmm. And we got Jessica Blade here. Uh, she's from Philly. Uh, she's been wrestling, erotic wrestling, for about a year and a half. Started wrestling in the ninth grade. Was it with that your with your teacher or what happened?
6: <laughs> no, I was Uncle? on the men's team.
2: Nah. Oh, you're on the men's team. Yes. Wow. Oh, damn.
1: So you were you See, were... every once in a while you would get because I wrestled in high school and uh, you would get a chick to wrestle against. Usually they were beasts. And my f- very first match I had to wrestle in middle school was against a girl, and I almost lost. Really? I came this close, and then I rolled her over to the crucifier and got her down. All right. So uh, Jessica
2: Blade, what was that like for you? Then as a very hot chicken high school wrestling
6: it was fun the guys didn't want to wrestle me because if you lose and you lost to a girl
2: exactly you
6: cool. gotta live with that
2: Right. I would figure whatever. Yeah, you get a, you get
1: a cheap feel at least.
2: Now, did that happen a lot, though, or were guys uh, more respectful?
6: No, the guys would always ball their hands up because they didn't know where to touch on me.
2: Everywhere. What a bunch of sissies. <laughs> I know. Was this high school in Philly? Are you kidding? I thought guys were tougher than that up in Philly. Oh,
6: uh, well, I grew up in Maryland on uh,
0: the uh, eastern shore. So. Okay,
2: well, then that makes well, sense.
0: I'll make sure not to ball my hands up tonight, though.
2: Yeah, Don't worry about uh, that. If want to. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe that's what she Bist said, them? though. Right. I dump that. Dump that <laughs> All right, hide out, real Radio 104.1. Give us a second, ladies, as we re-up uh, re our dump. Uh, we are broadcasting live. The place is beginning to fill up. It is uh, Monday night, Labor Day night, women's erotic wrestling. Also, uh, we got um, extreme midget wrestling. Jessica Blade has a website. It is jessicablade.com. And then the website for women's erotic wrestling, is w dot com. So nice. w uh, dot com. Now, Dubs, when you were uh,
1: you were wrestling, you had to, you had to wrestle a chick when you were in. Uh... I wrestled a couple uh, in my high school and middle school career. Uh, the first one was the only one that was close, and yeah. it was my very 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 first match. Actually, that was the one my mom was at, uh, and she came out onto the mat and gave me a hug after I won. It oh. was the most embarrassing thing ever. Oh. My janitor mom holding the mop in the corner.
2: Uh, runs out and gives me a hug. <laughs> and I'm sure all of your buddies are like, "Hey, yep. I didn't know a handbag could walk. She's so leathery. <laughs> yes. She tans constantly." Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all right, well, let's talk to the uh, the ladies once again. Um, I, there's been a lot of question as to what women's erotic wrestling is. Um, in your best radio-friendly explanation, what is women's erotic wrestling? GI Ho.
6: Well, the way I look at it, as I said before, is I just think it's foreplay and wrestling combined.
1: Nice. You can't really beat that. That's
2: actually very...
1: That's what I call men's wrestling.
2: Yeah, it really it is. Mm-hmm. It's just on a different level. Yeah. Um, are there any particular moves that you guys go for? Because here's what I've heard. All right. Friday night, I, I believe it was G.I. Ho who called into the show, and then we talked to Chris Scotty later on in the night, of course, here from Sun on the Beach. And he said that, I guess, at that point... You guys had gotten in town, and there had been some drinking. Is this going to be more like a fun fest where um, you guys... It's Labor Day weekend.
1: That's so true. Are we going to see the Matt and Gunner Full Nelson? Are we going to see any of those moves out there? I don't
2: know about that. No? <laughs> All right. If not, um, what else? Anything more interesting? I mean, do, do you ladies travel the nation doing this? I mean, I'm sure you got a whole thing going on, right?
6: Yeah, we, we're in Philly a lot. We're in Atlanta. And wherever you want us to come get messy and dirty, we come.
2: All right. Fantastic. Jessica, Hi. here's what they look like, just for those of you. Who, you can go to the website, hideoutheretics.net or uh, wextremew.com to see them. Two platinum blonde. Uh, Unbelievably hot. Like stats. Just really hot chicks. Now, all right, there's two schools of thought. Either it's going to be really sexy... Or it's going to be one of those after-school chick fights where there's hair pulling? Oh, sexy. Is it it the combination of the two? It's definitely a combo. Yeah, we're both both pretty mean. Yeah. Now, um, is there any title or belt up for grabs, or is it just each other?
0: Well, I'm the women's hardcore champion right now, so I do have a belt. Damn. I I will be coming out with a belt see if I can get it tonight. Let me ask,
2: what's the workout routine? What are you chicks doing? Are you doing a lot of squats, or do you even worry about that? Or is all the all the burning calories coming from Staying rolling all room. over each other?
10: I, uh, I squat a lot.
2: <laughs> all right. I'm sure. That's why the tarp's down. <laughs> yeah, I can see you in case of an accident. Well, here they are. I can't wait to actually see them. You guys, I guess, are taking the uh, ring at 9 o'clock. G.I. Ho. And uh, Jessica Blade from Women's Erotic Wrestling. Uh, you can go to wextremew.com. Ladies, thank you for coming tonight. I'm very much looking forward to that. Hi, dude. I know they're still here sitting with us, but Jesus Christ. I'm mm-hmm. wouldn't expe. I'm not i not going to lie to you. I'm thinking, because the only women's wrestling I ever knew was Glow. You know, so I'm thinking Big Mama. What was, it, what was her name? Um, Which one? The black woman from Glow. Wasn't it Big Mama? Or... I don't remember Glow. You don't remember? Big Bad Mama. Yes, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. See, I, I
1: was more of the, There were a uh, couple of them who were hot, but there were others that were beasts. These chicks are like tens. I was more a fabulous moolah type watcher. Who was, was that? had the old WWE uh, women's wrestling champion. Just an old bag of a woman.
2: All right, well, this is going to be fun, ladies. Uh, we'll take a break, come back more from Sun on the Beach and Old...
1: A month, a year.
10: What if you left for two years? Would people think you'd lost your mind? What if you were going far away to help in a village on the edge of the Gobi Desert? A village crowded with Buddhist temples, not skyscrapers. A place where there isn't a word for recluse, but a thousand words for community. Would it be crazy to go 5,000 miles from home? To spend time with people the rest of the world only reads about? To build libraries and fill them with stories? Prepare a meal with food you helped grow? To teach children? And learn a thing or two about yourself. Would that be crazy? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 1 800 424 8580 or visit PeaceCorps.gov.
9: Hey, this is Michelle Branch, and I'm part of a program called Empower. Mental health problems are
5: real, common, and treatable. To learn more, visit empoweryouth.org. That's the letter M, poweryouth.org.
3: Every nine minutes, a person in the U.S. dies from colon cancer. My dad was one of them. I'm Kevin Richardson of the Backstreet Boys, and it's time we start talking about colon cancer. Talk to your parents about getting
9: screened. Get in their face. It could save their life.
10: Visit the Colon Cancer Alliance at ccalliance.org.
1: When he was young, you supported every accomplishment in his life.
9: C-A-T. Cat, I can read. He's older now, but he still needs help. There were drugs and alcohol at the party. Talk with the teens in your life. And if they're in substance abuse treatment and recovery, support them. Help them achieve new
3: accomplishments. For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Would you rather make your own way or spend your life saying, what if? Life is calling. How far will you go? Peace Corps. To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or go to peacecorps.gov. For great
9: savings and outstanding quality on your next vehicle, you need to visit Thurston's Premier Auto Center or Thurston's Auto Center, Claremont. Whether you're looking for an SUV, a luxury car, sports car, import, minivan, they've got them. Thurston's low-mileage vehicles are just like new, most of them with balance of the factory warranty. There's no new car prices at Thurston's, no pressure, no games, all prices clearly marked on the vehicle. Thurston's is also a Carfax-certified dealer. Thurston's Premier Auto Center, 1792 in Maitland, and Thurston's Auto Center, Claremont on Highway 50. You need to check out Thurston's Auto as well.
2: 4.1 broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in the Old Town, Sydney, Tepe, and Dubs with you. Uh, women's Erotic Wrestling, we just spoke with G.I. Ho and uh, Jessica Blade. Uh, women's erotic wrestling happens at nine o'clock. Then at ten o'clock, the uh, extreme midget wrestling goes down. And our boys from the Monsters in the Morning, Daniel Blackbeard. Yo, what's here. up? Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cracking, fellas. How Nothing are you What's going on
1: with you? I want to thank you guys for coming out. I know it was a hard day to even get out and uh, face the world with the uh, Steve Irwin news. Yeah, well, uh, oh my god. That's
6: sad. You know what though? That's the way the old Irwinster would have wanted to go. Yeah,
2: that is true. If anything, he would have wanted his life celebrated in Orlando, Florida, with chicks and midgets. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Each other up. Absolutely.
6: <laughs> Are we going to have a moment of silence, by the way?
2: Because if we so. don't, I'm out of here. Uh,
6: if not, or how, how many parody songwriters are currently writing uh, <laughs> Barb Through the Heart, the new song by Bon Jovi? Uh, how many parody songs? <laughs> Barb Through show? the Heart, and, and you're too late. Steve Irwin.
2: Uh, here's what I'm excited Gifts about. Uh, boys, I need you to, to explain something. Tell me why I got you here. Okay. Um, well, the mommy
6: takes, she lays down, <laughs> and the daddy inserts.
1: And he says, Ugh. "The daddy, even if she says no."
6: The daddy inserts his credit card into
7: her hand.
1: Oh, there you go, Catherine Brown. Uh,
2: joke. Yeah, I'm sure that one part already got dumped. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, Monster Cruise. Yes. It's Thursday. Tell you. Uh, tell me what's gonna go down because I'm so stuff. It's like a crazy bridge party on
6: the seas. It is. Maybe. Yeah. No, you. Okay, I'm gonna guess out of
1: who's going.
2: I, I'm going. Yes. Trumps is going. Yes. Matt Albert is going. Oh. No,
1: I'm not going. What oh. If it was last weekend. I would go, but my Lions are kicking it all off against oh, the Seattle Seahawks. God. That is a question I have, Dude, though. That is sad. Are, are we going to be able I'm to watch sorry. football
2: on the cruise? Oh. Yeah, yeah, you will be able to, actually. Oh, look at you. Well, they wouldn't show a Lion's no, game. No, they wouldn't show a Lion's game, no. so. They're you, not, ne- they're... you never know.
6: Well, the ship, know. ship is based out of Liberia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah, we'll be able to watch that game. Um, okay, so you, Chunks. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt. Okay, one of you guys will make yourself an, look like an absolute idiot. Yeah. Like bad, like embarrassing. <laughs> like we st- we talk about it for years to come. Yeah. Like there's one time, there's pictures it's on the web. I got so drunk at a slot machine. Oh, uh, I cursed me now. First of all, like one of my greatest, dearest friends in the world, I uh, love with all my heart. Cursed him from one side of the boat to the other, and then uh, and then he and I both uh, proceed. I demanded that he get me a drink. Can't I command a drink. I got you a drink. Now you get (laughs) me a drink. That's the that's the question. Also we run around the boat naked, um Maybe. Yeah, I don't think I will because this will be, what, our seventh or eighth? Seventh or eighth cruise, but yeah. But your first one, my first one, I was laying on the stage with a bathrobe because somebody told me it was, uh, you didn't have to wear underwear. So I'm laying there naked. In a like bathroom. Jumanji down there. Oh, yeah. And I'm drunk oh, trying God. to sing Brown Eyed Girl. It, it was ridiculous. It was, it was, and he's so hairy on his lower region. Oh, oh It's ridiculous. A machete to get through. He looked like that. He looked like Pan.
2: You know Pan? He looked like, just like Pan. A uh, Daniel uh, Though. Blackberry for the monsters here in the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1 as we broadcast live from Sun on the Beach. In Old Town Kissimmee. Now are there events lined up for the cruise? Like does everything? everybody hear that there? thing? Oh,
6: yes. yes. The first night will be a fun night at the discotheque with Ooh. me, Black Bean. On the ones and twos. Yeah, so you can <laughs> keep in mind they only have three CDs on those cruise yeah. shows. It's like Chicago Cha Cha Slide. Jock Jams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the first and the first sublime out. And then and then it starts over. And there's only like four songs they play all night. I'm gonna burn some uh Geordie. <laughs>
2: just to bring on, just to lighten yeah. up the mood a little bit. I
6: got, I got, uh, I got two words for you, or actually four words. Two
2: hops, two hops. Uh, uh.
6: You'll hear a lot of that. Yeah, it's from your room.
2: I a can't lot. wait. I know it's going to be so much fun. All right, as far as midget wrestling goes, as far as uh, women's erotic wrestling, what do you boys think? So my money's on Tio. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pro. He's been. He's been st- He's really
6: been studying this year, martial yeah, arts over in Japan. He's amazing. I'm a, I, my money's on Tio and uh, Puppet the Psycho Dwarf. I got to go with Puppet. Puppet's been training, I believe, in Lebanon, even mm-hmm. while the war was
1: going on. Yes. He, was, he trained well, under a tiny
6: there. concrete bridge that mer- miraculously never got hit. No. No. So he's tough. And of the ladies? Uh, I, I, now, G.I. Ho, I know because we interviewed her on. Friday? She's a, against the war, by the way. Yeah, she's against the war. She also has a, a child. I didn't even think to ask her. She has a child. Yeah. Sometimes you don't think about how much they read. She has a baby, so she has something to fight for. You know, mama needs the money. You know what I'm saying? So she's not only fighting for her country, but yeah. her, for her. Oh, God, I was going to say Who is <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> hey, the other girl? Jessica Blade? What? Thank goodness. Jessica Blade? Yeah. Um, so I can see it's a GI Ho uh, puppet, the psycho dwarf kind of uh, team over here with yeah. uh, Daniel Black. I don't know
6: Jessica Blade. I don't know too much about her. I can only imagine though. What is the What are the odds that a girl named Jessica would marry a guy, that, obviously named Mr. Blade? <laughs> Combine the name Jessica Blade. It's the greatest name ever. Honey, right? you got to get into exotic wrestling. You got the name for <laughs> it. You got Very the hard. name and the look. You're Jessica Blade, baby. And I give I dedicate this song to El Hefe. And my
2: name's New Gene Blade. <laughs> um, dubs, here we are. People still pouring in for the women's erotic wrestling. Now they actually go on the stage, or they take the ring at nine. Well, they. Uh,
1: yeah, nine o'clock. At nine o'clock. And you
2: guys get to like, are you doing play-by-play for the whole? Uh, the... I
1: think we will. It's del- I all del- time. I mean, do you guys
6: have the license for that, or does another <laughs> well. station have that? I'm worried because I think 540 the team, yeah. carries the rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're only so, station for dildo wrestling.
2: And I don't want uh, their promo team Jimmy attacking us. But I think we're going to fly under the radar. And it's call dildo to team. go.
6: Um, Guys, you can't really talk
1: about the midget wrestling because we have the licensing for it. You've got to be kind of creative so with it. Say like they're tall people. Hey, guys, say. what's going on? It's me. Uh, it's Chris. Uh, you know, um, you guys, I uh, really shouldn't have we're talking about the old dildo wrestling thing. Uh, we
6: try to keep that mainly on the sports station. And uh, uh, just, you know, just do your night thing. See you, buddy. That was a yacht he got yeah, away with. Tiny, it sounds uh, like a car. A hey, look, tally. Chris finally talked
2: to us. That's I know. No. Do you know I your love names. you
6: guys. Yeah. The baby babies. You want me to cut kind a of promo? Let me cut kind a of promo. Uh, in three... Two, one. one. You're listening to J Rock and El Guapo in the morning. What? In the Hideaway. Mm. Uh, you're, in, you're, in the hard, you're in the hard spot with uh, El Guapo.
2: Oh, look, it is. It is Real Radio. Uh, oh. <laughs>
6: it's the Hideout,
2: Road Radio 104.1. Our boys, uh, Daniel Blackbeard, hanging out with us from uh, the Monsters of the Morning. Good to see you, boys. Good to see right. you. Can, good can see we it. guess one of the uh, six things? Sure. Go for it, hmm. Andre Agassi. I'm going to say Agatha. No. Not no exactly. Russ
6: doesn't know what tennis is. Yeah. He's really into wrestling and uh, the sports shack does. We watched it one time. He asked me why those two people were chasing after what he gives his dog to play with.
2: <laughs> and that's all it is. That's, yeah, that's what
6: it is. That's, that's all it is to him. It's just the, the whole world is a cheat toy to him. <laughs> you know I wrestled this guy once in the ring. <laughs> what is that? What is going on here? What is that? It's a tiny Indian in the ring. It's the Indian in the cupboard. Do you ever read that book? <laughs> What is that? He's like, ring ropes are good. I now you. I
2: must go back to putting two sticks of wood together.
6: Get, get, get back in the cupboard, or Mom's not gonna give me in their special pie. Y'all got jam? That is
2: one of the wrestlers
6: tonight. Yeah, oh, he better not know. From parts unknown, Tiny Indian. Yeah. He lives in an ant mound. Where's Tiny Indian? He's drinking again.
1: I love the ants. Leave me alone. He just drinks a little uh, airplane one. Oh, he <laughs> lives off those. He puts
2: him in his boots.
1: It's so uncomfortable.
2: Here he is 15 feet away just talking about the stage. I'm one I'm in one one inch taller than a midget, so I'm technically
6: not you a midget. You get away with it. like white people saying the N-word. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the shack of midgets. Did you know that? Almost. Uh, I actually cut an album, and I did a cover of I'm Outstanding.
2: <laughs> I did. Remember that? Um... Just ripping the room up, Uh, Daniel Blackbeard from the Monsters in here in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Women's erotic wrestling. Extreme midget wrestling going on tonight on this uh, Labor Day evening. How was the extended holiday, boys? You like it? uh, What a work week for the Monsters. So you guys pulling Tuesday and Wednesday this week. It's
6: going to be tough. Sometimes, like, I wanted to call out the two days and throw on Besto. (laughs) That's the
3: kind of life we live. Yeah,
6: I I actually am the exact opposite. On the weekends, I like to break up rock. Just so I can get closer <laughs> to the listening base. Alright, so I never- oh, yeah.
4: Alright,
2: oh, alright. We'll the take the a f- break. F- it's oh, the 100-hour no radio 104.1. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee F.A. and Dubs with you along with our boys uh, Daniel and Blackburn from the Monsters in the Morning Hello there. Very good to see you guys Hanging out on this uh, Monday night Labor Day night With extreme midget wrestling about to go down Damn dude you know, when we were coming down to Orlando, yeah. mm-hmm. this was one of the things that, like, stuff like this is what we look forward to. Obviously, a Miss Monster that we had last uh-huh. year, uh-huh. and then doing uh, events like this, we are able to get out here broadcast live. With things that are right up our alley, even really when it comes down to it.
1: Yeah, this didn't happen in D.C. Yeah. They no. didn't do happen in D.C.? Really? Uh, no, no extreme midget wrestling going on in D.C. No D. women's
2: erotic wrestling. Maybe no. you have something like that going on in... Uh... I wonder why that is. <laughs> and, I wonder
1: Wonder wonder Now, is
6: the 830 Club still, Is the 930
1: Club... 930 Club, right? 930 Club. Is that still around? Still yes, it there. Is. What's that? Um, Love that place. It's a nicer it, venue. Uh, it, one of the most legendary out there.
2: Sweet. It is. It's a very small venue. Mm. It's actually... I'd like to get the uh, boys' perspective on this. So, Dubs and I, we get tickets to a a concert out there, Mm Marilyn Manson show, and we're like, all right, we're going to go watch Marilyn Manson 930 Club. Very intimate venue. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, we go down, take the Metro down, meet up, the whole thing. Uh, I purposely... I had an extra ticket, and other people wanted to go, but I'm like, no, my boy wants my to boy. go. My boy, He's going to go. Mm-hmm. He's loyal. He's my boy. Hey, I love him. we've been to a lot of shows together. Like, hey, it's a good bonding thing for the show. He yeah. never lets me down. He's always there,
6: what you would yeah. say. Exactly. He if yeah. he ever let
2: you down, that would just be, like, the worst thing in the world. So we get out there to the 930 Club, and we're having a lot of fun, and Manson's about two songs in. And nice. Dubs and I are about halfway up to the stage, still staying back from the mosh pit. We're getting a little older. Right, right, right. And Dubs says, hey, man, I'm going to go hit the restroom. I'll be right back. And doesn't come back. (laughs) Wow! Literally literally leaves me there like I'm the fat girl at the eighth grade dance. Kind of work. That's a
6: deal breaker. I feel bad for the things that I said. Prior. Yeah. yeah Who knew that Who was, was gonna do? happen yeah
1: that's a friendship breaker Foot in mouth here's the thing I, I did have to go to the bathroom I did go to the bathroom Ka-ka? I... or yeah,
6: yeah if it was a it was a messy 2 you're in you're, you're yeah because you,
1: you can't go to no club yeah if it's,
6: a, if it's a messy two. you got a Haitian holding the door yeah. <laughs> come on man come on man give me a wrinkly. <laughs> yeah. yeah you 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 need like you need like uh cotton nails I use uh, the co- I'm a big fan of the cotton nails yeah, to keep down the stainage yeah, yeah I got them you know I love the cotton you got to have the cotton nails and you if Honestly, let's, let's say you don't have the cotton nails and mm-hmm. you're there. The last thing you want to do is walk out. You have to throw your underpants away. <laughs> and, you see, and the guy's like, no spray, no leg. No spray, no
2: leg. Well, that or you uh, you, uh, you waddle out and wet down the toilet paper into the sink water. <laughs> then you waddle oh, back in and take oh, care of business. What is that? What? Oh, Don't talk to me like I'm an animal. What happened?
3: What the
2: hell is that? <laughs> I, dude, you've never done that before? How you do? What, what? if you don't have your, uh, you know, your wet naps? Your cotton nails, your, yeah. Or whatever. Fresh, I call them fresh naps. You, you waddle out and you wet down the toilet you, paper and you ma- go back in. No, the MacGyver cannot. of Kakai. No, no,
6: now, is it inappropriate to wet it with the bowl, bowl water?
2: That's very inappropriate. Or is it... Re- use a, <laughs> Not
1: if you do it first. Use a loogie. I think
2: if you do it... Okay. <laughs> All right. But seriously.
1: Uh, I would do that way uh, before I would use bowl water.
2: I agree. That's
6: gangster. <laughs> I agree. I you <laughs> know what? I need to be... Who cares? That is like what... That is what lo, uh, the Los Canales would do.
1: The, <laughs> the <laughs> Spanish mob. That's not even what happened. What, tell them well, what happened. What happened was I went to the bathroom. I came back out. And like you said, they were like we were like halfway up there. Right. I looked back. And I noticed all the people in front of me, and I said it was too hard. <laughs> oh, and then I'm I looked that. And then I looked around, and I knew I was too old to be at a Marilyn <laughs> Manson concert. How, how old were you? Hold on a second. How old were you? 23. Whatever, you <laughs> sissy. I was, I, I, I was like one of the only ones there with a the wristband on. <laughs> and you were like, hey, kids, you want beer? <laughs> <Not> <laughs> exactly. got it. No.
2: That's not what freaked him out. What freaked him out is he saw a few older people, like, dressed up in costume. And he was afraid <laughs> of like like yeah. Russ and Jimmy. Yeah. And he was a yeah, like a well, kid show. Well it
1: was all hey. younger people and then like just a few older people that were really pathetic. And I felt like you that like, pathetic I'm, I'm I'm that guy. And I had to I leave. see that dude. I've been in in college clubs before.
6: Mm-hmm where I'm standing there and I'm like, oh my, goodness. this is back in the day, but I'm like, I'm the oldest dude not here. Me, not me. that's when I told everybody, who wants cigarrillos? <laughs> I, I slap on the Z Cavaricis and I hit liquid cellar hardcore every night, like, just like I was back in high school.
2: <laughs> so then, that son of a bitch, no nothing, no, no uh, text, no text, no text message, nah. no call. That's rude. Did he write uh, you a letter and I put it figured, in a Bible or I figured or he would uh, catch on. No, Monday. Yeah, wait, wait till Monday in the show. So uh, what happened? Uh, I felt told. I had to leave. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs>
1: are you kidding? Would you have been pissed if he would have done it to you? No. I, I like now. being alone. You like being alone? Yeah. I don't like being with people. Dude, maybe Hepz a little more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you got to think Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Well. You know how many chicks wanted to go to the show, and I'm like, no, I'll take my boy Dobbs. He seems interested. Mm. He stays you, two songs you in. You
6: owe him for back ass. That is true. If you're going I paid him back already. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> our own thing. Don't don't judge. If you're ever going two tickets to a concert you and your boy you always take a third ticket. Always. Yeah. That's just a rule. You always get that third ticket whether you use it or not. You can sell it before you go in. But you always take the
2: third ticket. I don't have monster money. I can't afford three tickets. <laughs> no, please. I gotta uh We take them from promotions. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, talking I just about? stole
6: I just stole the Arrested Development <laughs> Season no, no, no. Three
2: DVD. It's not stealing, one. you won. Yeah. We you're won running. Arrested Development Season oh, Three. Right. Every Think single just, one of my
1: Just friends. call yourself nine times and you're a lucky caller. That's
2: yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. Daniel and Blackbean from the Monsters hanging out with us. It's uh extreme midget wrestling, women's erotic wrestling. The lady's about to take the Where stage. Are they? Here in about eight minutes, they're going to uh, hop on and do their thing. I'm
6: pretty excited about that. We saw some pictures. Oh mm-hmm. my, did you see the photos? W Extreme, what was it? Yeah, it's W ExtremeW.com. That will show you what's going on
10: right now at Settlement Beach, Kissimmee, Florida. It's crazy.
6: It, it, there's some shops in there that are really, really aggressive. Well, yeah. we,
2: well we had a GI Ho on. And how many times did you guys have to dump out on her during your interview? Not, no, once. not Really? So she saved both of them for our show. <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. Well, she was. Uh, we asked her serious
6: issues, like questions on mm. abortion. Well, she was Yeah, bored. we did. We asked, we asked her about that. We <laughs> asked her about, uh, you know, she what, she about about <laughs> <laughs> what she thought about. wants to in the ring one day. What she thought about Iran <laughs> possibly getting nuclear weapons? We talked mm-hmm. about that. And she said, "Who is Iran?" <laughs> then again, she was. It was early in the morning. Tonight, Tonight who North knows, sales. man? She might be dipping into Grandpa's cough syrup and yeah. some Peruvian marching powder. Yep.
2: I can't wait to see this thing. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and then I believe the ladies are taking the ring, and we'll do a little play-by-play. Sweet. Hefe Dubs, uh, Daniel Blackbeam from the Monsters, hanging out on a Labor Day night. It's the Hideout, Sun on the Beach, Old Town, Kissimmee. You still got time to get down here and get your tickets. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Hefe and Dubs broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee. Along with Daniel and Black being from hey, the sir. Monsters in the Morning, good Yo, to have those uh, boys with us. Thank you. Great relationship with the Monsters. Love those guys. Thank you very much. We love you. Guys. We love you. So excited, dude! I can't tell you, Dubs, how excited I am about this monster cruise. Man, my chick and I are going. Oh, you uh, guys are going to have a blast. We got I'm about, we got about eight or ten heretics who have also uh, nice. signed up. Who are coming on it? Nice. Have you been on a cruise? I have been on a cruise once. Have, it was my graduation gift after college. Wow. So uh, totally different. Went down to the. Oh God. <laughs> You're gonna
6: be. I'm just. T- what? Remember what I said about that. One You're gonna be of these exhausted. Being like, just,
2: it's gonna happen. I can't wait. I'm thinking it's probably gonna be me. I'm um, I going yeah. oh, yeah. You know who else gets stupid though? Is Matt. Yeah, Matt. Oh, when he gets drunk, it's Matt. And, and I t- it's gonna be drunky for us. It's yeah, gonna, oh yeah. Without a doubt, drunk. Is Bo going? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes he is. I don't know if it technically counts anymore. There but. is no freaking way I'm going on a cruise without the bow, my son. Oh, friends.
4: yeah. One what? A scope all- yeah, the lovely it, ladies.
6: Oh, God, I'm married. Wow, I'm in
2: the hot <laughs> <now>. out. <laughs> um, I guess the ladies are going to be taking the stage at any point. Here's one of my favorite things whenever I uh, whenever I see Black is talking movies. Yeah, I know no, no. Uh, Movie Dork, and you got the whole thing. Yeah. And I just love sitting there analyzing movies. Dub. W- you thought World Trade Center left something to be desired. Yeah. yeah not, you, you, you didn't I like gave it
1: him about six and a half out yeah. of ten. Oh.
2: Oh.
6: Yeah. yeah, I would consider that one of the greatest movies of all time. Really? Yes.
1: It seemed very... Uh, and it's hard to talk about a 9-11 movie. It guy. is. It is. Yeah. And I, I think that's how they get you with it. Well, girls in 15 minutes, by the way. 15 you, minutes.
6: You like films that are more independent, right?
1: Yeah. So independent I, I, I tend to. Yeah. And I, I love Oliver Stone. Yeah. I love most of the stuff he's done. But. Christ almighty. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, they,
2: that's that's just... right. Who wants
6: the free stuff?
2: <laughs> well, they're agreeing yeah. with Dubs. And Dubs' point of view around oh. the trade center.
6: I am currently doing a 9-11 movie. I'm filming it right now. Uh-huh. It's called Two Towers and a Baby. It's got Peter <laughs> Guttenberg in it. It's going to be a huge hit. It's going to be a comeback movie. Mark my words. Two Towers and a Baby next summer.
2: Listen, why not though? Honestly, at this point, yeah. we're putting out all these movies, and it this doesn't seem
1: right. It just it, and the movie seemed a little uh, hokey, a little it's slow. Funny, uh, the the uh, the whole Jesus in the water thing was but very very. True. I know, but yeah, he, Jesus he said the, what Jesus in the water. Hold on a second. I missed whoa. that. I don't know. I Jesus, like, Jesus came to one of the guys with a bottle of water, a glowing bottle of no, water. He did Hold not. It was done very well. No, oh, was that it. Is it was J-D- done terribly. It was done like a,
2: a, a lifetime movie. You heard it here in the hideout. J-Dubs anti-9-11, anti-Jesus. Oh. Yes. Anti- Anti- water. Anti-Jesus anti-water. Anti-Jesus water. No, wait. Water. I'm pro-Jesus,
6: and I'm, I'm 9 but I'm, I'm also perplexed as why there would be Jesus it was, giving it was, him guys water. It was a,
2: uh, that's his favorite. That's why he's so hurt about uh, Steve Irwin and the uh, and the uh Bomb
6: Hunter. That kind of hurts my heart a little bit that you don't like that movie. I'm sorry. I just thought it was terrible. I can't you get it over it. it was terrible. I can't get no, over it. No, it was six and a half. But I think Dubs is one of those people who likes to hate on things just to hate it. Remember, no, is it true? no, no.
1: Seriously, oh, I, no, I was well, look actually look very looking forward to the movie. Here's Dubs's
2: movie of the year, Beer Fest. Beer Fest was so hilarious. I don't, oh,
6: okay. That says it all right. Larry the
3: Cable Guy was his second favorite. No, no. Dude, I, I thought that beer was a portion.
6: And number one rated amongst
1: all frat boys. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> no, there's yeah, no doubt about it. I've never seen him. It was terrific. The first fifteen minutes, slow as hell. But I thought I thought after so, that it was hilarious.
2: That
6: explains a lot. That explains a lot.
2: Yeah, see, and that's what's funny, too. Is he, then you, you mentioned Beer Fest to be, and He's like, oh, well, what am I talking to a retard for? I thought we were going to have an intelligent oh, conversation. The credibility is gone. He's on the radio, and apparently it just doesn't matter. No, no, I don't mean, put a retard on the radio. I'm, yeah, that's true.
6: How about a UCF
2: apparently talking to some frat kid. Yeah, I Jesus, still love you, Dubs.
6: Jesus, can you give me some water, please? <laughs> very thirsty. That would be nice. I almost did a Jewish <laughs> accent for Jesus. And that would, I know he's Jewish and everything. Is that that would have
2: worked. Um, all right, dubs, the girls are taking the stage here in about 15 minutes, so you get an extra 15 before you get out here awesome. and watch G.I. Ho and Jessica Blade. Put
6: your money on, Jefe. Because if you want to go down like this, I got $2 in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, I got $8 left over right, going to Burger King or For
2: a drink on the Monster Cruise, Yeah. I will go with G.I. Ho. Oh,
6: just, not a good choice. Just
2: be, hey, wait. Is
6: it Jessica Blade? Yeah. We got to go Jessica JB. Yeah, we're going Jessica Blade.
2: Well, the, here's the I would well the other one's the belt holder and I wouldn't assume she's going to lose her belt here in uh, Kissimmee. Oh, I didn't know that. Damn. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess we got a drink on the cruise then. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. A, a drink each on Yeah, the, uh,
6: I'll get you a yellowbird in a commemorative cup. Uh, uh, what do you drink
2: that, What's your drink of choice? Right now, I'm trying to lose weight. By the way, big congratulations Man. to Chunks. Big time. Good job. He lost what 10% body fat 10%, in the uh, Monster 10%. Cruise uh, body weight uh, challenge. He did
3: great. 10%, 30 pounds, 20 pounds of fat. Wow. Yeah, so. we they
6: the only three that stuck
2: with it? Yeah. Yeah, I gave Everybody up. Everybody else quit. Uh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew it. No, here, here, let me tell you the story. Okay, let's hear it. So Chunks calls me, or maybe it was even you, Bean, seeing okay. if I wanted to get on this weight yeah, loss me, thing. It was me. Yeah. And I was like, at first I said no, because I was recovering from my torn right. calf muscle. Yes. And so I'm thinking, I'm like you know, this could be the right motivation to get <laughs> well, me this is it. back to work. Because I, had, I hadn't even, you know, put on too much weight, but I was like, maybe this is the right thing. I torn the calf muscle. And then I begin working out, torn calf muscle healing slowly. I start doing a lot of crunches and exercising. Right. Belly button starts oozing. <laughs> wow, that's not good.
6: He story,
2: that story took a
6: horrible time. Actually, really
1: he, we- he wears a man pond in his belly button, yeah, a big piece of cotton. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it has heel.
6: It has heel. If
1: my organs started coming out of me,
6: I would quit the contest, too. There's nothing worth losing your, your heart out of your belly. Oh, that's you disgusting. have
2: not even heard about the bleeding uh, backside, which I have, too. Two yes. Oh. Exa- it looks
1: like roadkill.
2: Two exams... And a colonoscopy scheduled for the week after we get back from the oh, that's massacre. Great. What happened? 28. I'm just going to assume 28 and karma. Uh, it all caught up 28? with 28?
6: My God, man. You tear one calf muscle, you're bleeding from your unawares. Your, your you're you're, you're yeah. Spanish bubba. I, dude. <laughs> you are. All that,
2: all that, well, i tell you, man. It made me happy to hear uh, the Shannon Burke show, and he's having his gallbladder thing and SBK with his, his high blood pressure. I'm like, at least I'm not the only one falling apart on the station. The whole and, station. And
6: the rest of the heart. Heart whoosh. Did you hear that? You no. Hear that? What? What's going on? This, is, dead, this is from Russ. This is, you know, we could, I will not joke about this. I'll joke about anything. You know me. Mm-hmm. I think everything's funny. I won't joke about Russ's heart whoosh. It's not funny. The man has a whoosh he in said, his heart. He said, you know, guys, yeah, you know you guys get that thing with your heart where it kind of goes... <laughs> no, man. What are you talking about? I go. I don't got a heart whoosh. He goes. Well, you know the you know the whoosh, the heart whoosh. I'm you like, what the are the you th- talking th- about? And we we have no idea what you're talking about. And
2: he goes. Well, uh, oh, there it was right? Oh, it scares me. And I and go, see, put the mic up to his chest so you can hear no, it. No, I don't want to hear it. And he's just sitting. I mean, it's just, yeah. he didn't say <laughs>
6: like hot. I'm running or playing, you know, lacrosse or something. Yeah, it's, if he just uh, lifted a statue, <laughs> you know, like of the Colosseum, you know, or done one of those uh, strongman keg lips. We need house. We need house to. Come to real mm-hmm. radio and try kill to kill a few babies to save you guys. I've been saying for years that it's a sick building. I've been
2: saying that for years. It is. It has to be because. We all share it. dude Listen, I have been other than like a torn hamstring like four years ago. Yeah. I've been so healthy. Yeah. And then this year, and I was actually at the time I got hurt was close to being back in the best shape that I had been in. I was down to like 211. Nice. I was, you know, benching a whole lot and, you know, working out a lot. And then I'd tear the calf muscle, then the belly button starts oozing right, the what is the belly button? Yeah, what
1: was the belly button? I... It was a brown ooze. <laughs> it yeah, was... It, it was oh. a brown ooze. And it, it
6: smelled awful. Yeah, it was... <laughs> people smelled like thought, a deer. People thought it was waste. Now, did you have a piercing? Did you did you want to no. like a yeah. belly piercing? No, but that's what
2: and... everybody asked me. I guess I had torn something doing all those crunches for the oh stupid my. thing. Those <laughs> are some crazy crunches. <laughs> so what were you doing? Were you hanging from your legs? Honestly, I got up to like 800 a day. You forget? Oh.
6: Oh. Well, there's your problem. Yeah. Yeah. I the most I've ever done is like 20. You're yeah. forgetting you almost lost one of your boys, too. No. Before oh,
2: that. Yeah, that's, I play in a men's baseball league. And uh, baseball? I'm a, yeah, baseball, baseball. But, but that's not what happened. I sat on a weed whacker.
1: And... <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to brag. That's the size point. <laughs> so
2: I'm, uh, I'm catching... And, and your ball falls out. <laughs> Dude, just wait. So you know, I've been hit once before from a foul ball that hit the ground first and then hit my nut. You're like softball, man. This time, this time, and the guy threw hard. He threw like in the you know mid 80s or whatever. And you're catching. Minute. I'm catching.
6: Is it the softball or baseball? Baseball, on, man. It's you throw an 80 mile an hour softball. Jeez, it work. You're 28. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. So you're check it get out. Hurt. You got a girlfriend. She loves you. So check it out.
2: So the guy fouls the ball back. <laughs> All right. It didn't hit anything but my, like, oh, my not first. Obliteration. Dude. And it's like, like an atom splitter. We, yeah. s- we stopped the game for like 20 minutes. <laughs> what, about oh. what about the cup? It, it just... was the first batter in the first inning... What, you don't put your a, cup on the Of a doubleheader. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And I stayed in the game. I caught the rest of that game and pitched the next one. We won both of them, by the way. That's our cup Now You were
1: wearing a cup, though, right?
2: I was wearing a cup, but here's the but thing. It, it, it creeped up it, and then it went under? It obliterated the cup. I The cup that... I, I don't like those big, huge banana cups. Now right? you do. <laughs> well, and so I wear the smaller one, but I tend to hang out of the... <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know me.
6: Man, I hate it. Uh, I like the smaller cups. I buy the smaller ones, too, just i get got to press my girlfriend when right. I'm putting on my Look. Right.
2: And, dude, it was straight on. And it was the like, you know the feeling you get after you get hit? It's the worst feeling in the world. I had it for about 30 minutes. It's
6: that butterfly stomach feeling. So you got back up, you said. We're gonna play ball. We're gonna play
2: ball. Yes. You sure you're not from Florida originally? I, I, I'm from Texas, so maybe Yeah, it's you're redneck, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Jesus. caught the rest of the game, pitched the next one, and we won both of them. I but may dude. not be able to make babies, but I but I won the damn game. <laughs> I'm finishing
6: this damn double. Well dude, I had sex later on ballies. that day.
2: Wow I, I had to prove that it still worked. Had, I, I Barely. Would have, I it would hurt have so bad. Run, crying,
6: screaming, <laughs> ripping off my ambulance, sue everybody. That's <laughs> what I would have you done. Know, I, had a, I went to Wakaiva Youth Camp here in town. You know, you're familiar with uh, Camp Wakaiva? I went there, and, I, and a kid that I knew slid into <laughs> home plate, and there was an ant mound. And uh, about a good 75% of the dirt with the ants in it went right up his pant leg uh. and rested on his boys. Oh. Uh, oh. And his boys got... They, like, swollen like two basketballs ah! and, and had to be airlifted via Stop helicopter it, to ah! Shands in order to get a special anti-ventage. We're coming in. We got a boy with basketball balls. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on in.
2: We got a boy with basketball balls. Uh, and I believe he's been bit by ants.
4: Uh... Oh, they
2: busted. Daniel I Black, said don't fix it. Daniel Blackbeard for the Monsters in here in the hideout. Road Radio 104.1 as we broadcast live. Women's erotic wrestling just about to get started. Um, midget extreme wrestling. Is, so that has all happened since we've gotten here. Dude.
6: Um, i, I got to ask you a question. Why are you still playing baseball?
2: Just because you love it that much? Here's the thing. I was very good at it when I was growing up and when I was in high school. Oh, let I, it I go. Believe, I believe <laughs> you. Yeah, let it go. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing, and I played a lot of guys. And I burned out. Because so, right, right, right. in Texas, like you move Florida, you play year round. right? And yeah. I started hating it. So I hated it so much. Eventually, once I graduated from college, there was a the men's league, and I'm like, all right. You know, I started playing again, and it was fun again. Right, right, right. And right. Then, why not? You know, honestly, yeah. the big reason that I do it is to make friends outside of radio. Because oh my God, little, that sounds so sad. A lot of us the same thing with basketball. I did the same exact thing. Yeah. A lot of us, you know, we're all such good friends, and we all hang out with each other. But yeah. sometimes it's to have it's good to have buddies outside of the business. You know, you know why I like that?
6: So you can brag, and you can be like, my job is so much better than
2: Dude, you. Dude, yeah, that's the other thing, too, you know. But here, I got some midget wrestling tickets, and you're like the king in their world. You are, you are. You're a little You're Benny Chase. Yes.
6: yes. They let you, They pitch that nice fastball right down the middle yeah. so you can knock it out. Yeah. You hook him up with some Green Day tickets. Yeah, I'm meanwhile, funny. meanwhile, he's telling you about how he's been busted his hump at Wachovia, you know, right. how his girlfriend's pregnant, and he doesn't know how he's going to be able to afford it.
2: And, and I'm like. You don't have those problems. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, man. You're rich
6: right. as hell, you're a radio star. Oh, yeah.
2: Are you talking to us?
1: Well, at least you tell people that. Yeah. Hideout hide out money, baby. Yeah. Hide you got to tell them.
6: <laughs> yeah, right. You got to lie about it, man. At least in
1: Michigan, we could return bottles. Yeah. I can't do that <laughs> here. Exactly,
2: you can't do that here. Russ would say that perception is reality, man. I'm getting Wild Bill uh, Tobias drinks. Yeah, the perception is report, and that's reality. <laughs> and we're not gonna lie to you. We have our. I listeners wear station bring up... t-shirts every day. Yeah, we have our listeners bring up food to us. So whatever. We're not getting here. We do back. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back. I guess it'll be time for. Dude, we used to do that in D.C., uh, and I'm sure it was so illegal. Pizza for Plugs, we yeah. call it. Oh, wow. We've <laughs> never done anything <laughs> like that. Well, that that's about the most blatant <laughs>
6: way to put it. Oh, yeah. I know, exactly. Who's going to be the big winner tonight in Pizza for Plugs? Yeah, we called it Monster Munch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. And, and, and we're all legitimate. Chris and, and, Chris. and we would be sitting there in the middle of the day eating two steaks apiece, <laughs> one on each fork. Like Charlie Chaplin,
2: <laughs> you know, doing the little dance. You know, we had two, little, had two steaks, one on each fork, sitting there like kings. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and get this uh, started. The women's erotic wrestling, extreme midget wrestling, Daniel and Blackbeam from the Monsters hanging out yes. with Hefe and Dubs in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We are broadcasting live. From Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee. The women are being
1: introduced right now. (laughs)
9: Oh, yeah, that's my girl. It's (laughs) Pepe
2: Dubs with Daniel Blackman from the Monsters as the uh, ladies are on the stage right now for women's erotic wrestling. It is G.I. Ho. And Jessica, oh, yeah. and Jessica Blade. This is Jessica Blade. Right? And, and between
6: the two of them, they have more more bruises than a battered wife. By the way, <laughs> the, between the two of them. I don't know
2: about you boys, but that's hot to me. I like it. <laughs> I this, do it. There's something strangely hot
6: about all this. Yeah, of them. I, I like a little fur veins. I like I like a shelter girl. I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: Uh, <laughs> legs look like a Google map. <laughs>
6: oh my god. <laughs> uh, you can always tell. I will never date a girl without a Nike tattoo. I oh my God! They, they really don't like each other, folks. Jessica Blaine is giving her the stare out of her life. I, here's the thing,
2: I didn't, I didn't realize. This is still hot. I didn't realize the uh, power between the two girls. Like, both of them. I'm saying one squat's ready? about 450, the other 500. And I bet Jessica Blade shrugged more than me. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Jessica Blade looks like me with a blonde wig on. Look at her body. Look at her body style. Who would want to fight her? She has like, oh, a
2: oh, little shove. A little
6: shove to Jessica Blade. Mm-hmm. Right, Surprisingly, then. has a tight gnome butt. <laughs> she's, already, she's,
2: already, she's already taken the uh, belt from her oh, and not smacking her on I would say that something
6: could go horribly
2: wrong at any time. I, here's a funny thing. This is awesome. I've actually been at a uh, extreme wrestling, or like a women's wrestling match at a strip club before. Yeah. Uh oh. Girl broke her leg. With, whoa. whoa! There's whoa. a nice panty undershot. I thought the brooch leg. <laughs> For all the listeners out there, they're
6: honestly going at it. Yes. They oh, were, right, someone popped out. So yeah. A, yeah. A boob with a bandage on it. Yeah. Those are some sturdy bikinis. I gotta tell you, everything but water got nothing on these. Obviously made by Samsonite. Jesus, NASA made these. Wow.
2: I, I'm a little worried now about my pick of G.I. Ho. Oh, yeah. Christ. oh God. Okay, you know like how wrestlers know how to hit each other? They don't and know. No. <laughs> no. And also, G.I. G.I. Ho just gave a forearm to the neck of Jessica
6: Blade. That wasn't playing. Jessica Blade has the meatiest ninja foot I've ever seen oh, in my life. Oh. Oh, just, Someone's getting
2: hurt. Somebody just broke a knee.
6: honestly just closed on each other, and it was Now Wait a minute. This is so much more violent than a dildo fight. I saw it. I am a little shocked. I, I love it. If you're, if you're anywhere near the Kissimmee, oh, oh. you need to speed as fast as you can to get here. This is the most
2: amazing thing I've ever seen. That was a
1: Belgium high step.
2: <laughs> it's the, oh, my God. <laughs> it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 play Here she by goes, play the
1: Amsterdam Lariat.
2: With uh, women's erotic oh. wrestling at Sun on the Beach. I'm waiting. I hear the finishing move is the there Matt and Gunner Paul Nelson. She just stepped on, on her face. face. Yeah. I, I. <laughs> you know what this looks like?
6: This looks like two girls from Deland that are fighting over teenage pregnancy. In a stick and shake party. Yes, exactly. I love them. I swear to God, I love them. My boyfriend's Mitsubishi Eclipse is the best car ever. I ain't got nothing on my CRS. G.I. Ho, I think ripped her skirt. Oh. This Whoa. is mayhem out here.
1: Yes.
2: Look at that oh.
6: Oh. Now we got a little, <laughs> a little, <laughs> little
2: 69 action there. Yeah. Uh. And they're both... Ouch! What are they doing? <laughs> that, that was literally... You had Jessica Blade on the floor, then G.I. Ho now pounding her face oh. into the uh, mat.
6: Uh, she's really hitting her face into that mat. I've been to a, I've participated in a million wrestling matches oh. and <laughs> she just did the Hogan butt drop and her boob fell out. Again. her boob was like the Hogan butt drop with a boob. I like. Oh, she just did a ninja spin kick. Ninja. Oh, they're, they're What do they count down for?
2: I don't know. Are they doing bounce? I, maybe it is bounce. Whoa. Whoa. There's Whoa. a flip over. Whoa. All right, that I guess the end that of the, round. the end of the round. Wow. I guess the girl's like, Wow. You gotta wow. give it up for that. Come on! These
6: women just beat the hell out of each other for three minutes!
2: (laughs) Jessica Blade and G.I. Ho here on the High Knock Road Radio 104.1. My goodness. Wouldn't fight these girls. Alright, who do you give the edge to so far? Because they got drinks on the Monster Uh, Crew Rising. I'm going to Jessica Blade. G.I. Ho definitely won that round. I think it was G.I. Ho as well. Uh, Jessica Blade's tough though. Wait a second, I think. Uh
1: oh, they're bringing out the the big guns, the whipped cream.
2: Now they're bringing out whipped cream for the girls. Because I guess this is what round two is
6: going to be a part if, of. If a piece of the whipped cream hits my fingernail, my my fiancé will break out the engagement. That's By the good. way, congratulations, Thank my friend. Thank you very much, dude. Yeah, and he shouldn't me. even be here. You didn't understand how long I had to talk to her to get him out tonight. <laughs> oh, God. Oh,
4: uh-oh. Uh, she, don't
2: she's I'm, going by I'm back in. live to High Radio 104.1 broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee for women's erotic wrestling and extreme midget wrestling. Right now, you've got the ladies GI Ho and Jessica Blade. During the commercial break, they had a guy in nice khaki shorts and Reebok. Um, <laughs> classic, he's getting yeah. very comfortable now. Yes, he's he's, he's happy up, uncle. He's uh, he's paid forty dollars to put whipped cream all over the girls.
1: Now, what we have here is whipped cream all over this big tarp, and I think someone's breaking the leg. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some slipping and sliding. Well, that's what I was trying it's a to crocodile t- mile in there.
2: During the, the last go-around, that's so what I was telling you guys, where I was, I, I had done a gig before at a strip club where it was oil wrestling, and the girl slipped, and her, her like, femur or whatever it is, literally came out of her leg. Oh god! And keep yeah. in mind that Jessica Blade
6: already fighting with an injured foot. She yes. had that left leg taped up. And she had oh. that back in, the, uh, in, in Kentucky. In the nice and
2: G.I. Ho bleeding behind the knee. So now it's time for oh, round two. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1 with... Uh-oh. Daniel and Black Bean from the Monsters of the Morning. What has she got? What's she pouring?
6: Oh, oh, oh fudge.
2: Just fudge. It, it
6: is, is, fudge. is fudge. It is fudge. Now, I heard dildos and I heard good cream, but I didn't hear about fudge. Where, where, where was the fudge in the copy? <laughs>
2: we, we we would have definitely <laughs> talked about fudge. I like fudge. Oh, fudge fight. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. Christ. I did not break a leg. If you're see me
4: right
6: now,
2: drive as fast as you oh, can to oh, oh,
4: It's, the, it's the, a fudge fight. It's, it's a fudge me. fight.
6: Oh my God! Oh my God! I I see <laughs> I see London. I see
4: France.
6: Milk, see milk, lot. lemonade around the corner. <laughs> there you go. All right, that is that is a nice mixture of bodily fluids. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> you know what? Now anything. Oh! Oh, all right. Now they literally literally. Jumping into each other.
1: It, with, with how slippery the ring is, they have no control. That
6: was a Mississippi creamsicle. <laughs> Honestly, now she's got the belt out, and she's got one boob out of each Well, it goes <laughs> in the
2: territory. They can't keep. The, oh! All oh, right. That was an attack from the behind and slapped to the face, and now they're hitting each other with the belt. They they are beating the crap out of each other. They're pulling hair, they just slam their head against the floor, the back. Look at these girls now with a wrap around. They can't keep hold of each other. They're just grabbing each other's clothes and essentially
6: pulling it off. They really have no traction. Why did they use the whipped cream? I don't them? know. It's counterproductive. They should have oh. put scale. Oh. Whoa! The girls waffle flock. Uh, I thought they were kissing. Actually, she just grabbed her by the bikini. I think they always end this, but then they. All right, now That's one has it. mounted the other. I don't think bodies are meant to show that
2: part like that. Oh. Uh, uh, and that's the end of the round. That was a draw. There go mm-hmm. the ladies. That seemed like it very much was even. Let's hear it for the ladies. Does anybody else no. want to take a hit off of those A little pushing after the uh, the bell has sounded. And she grabs I the, uh, the, the,
6: the, the bum. The fans, I thought, would be a little bit more crazy. I, do they see this every day? I guess that. <laughs> old town. Am, am, I, am I missing out on something? Because I, I don't see this all day.
2: I don't know. They There's got laser tag, extreme bumper cars, and fudge bites. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Hide really outro Radio cool. 104.1 Broadcasting Live. Uh, the play-by-play of the women's erotic wrestling here. More fudge. More fudge. You're what not gonna it? have any traction. It, what are you doing? You're, it, they're actually it now they're taking a little board. breather whoa, during. Whoa. The... If anything, you should throw <laughs> lava or pumice soap right, on both. She's just breathe kicked breathe off out. her skirt and I got a lot of remnants of something on my face. One of from. So many Mountain Dews. The they just now attacked each other and got it tangled up in the real radio banner that's uh, coating the stage oh. for their oh. protection. I I wonder if Erica knew
6: that we would use the banners for this purpose one day. One day. These are some
2: tough girls, guys. Whoa, Whoa there's a, there's a lot of cream flying everywhere. And I see a pile driver. Oh, there's a nice flip. There's a nice flip of Jessica Blade. Oh, now they're pulling hair. And now there's another just constant. Flipping and turning over of each other. That's an excellent Irish thing. tail whip there. Oh, almost the
6: pedigree. And boobs now flying out. Oh, for everybody that's listening, they're not really wrestling. They're just beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, yeah I, like, they look like two rims. I think I did this one time on Ecstasy with my girlfriend.
2: Yeah, I don't see any, uh, like, like, moves. No.
6: They must be so tired. <laughs> who, who won? All
2: right, uh, Jessica Blade looks incredibly tired right now. Now, what happens at the end of this? I think they make up. I think the two girls actually make up at some point. Oh, no, oh. she just
6: threw an elbow to the to the throat. Now, both girls are,
2: wouldn't you say that both girls are ample size? Yeah. I think they eat the fudge. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Okay. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee. It is extreme midget wrestling. We just got done with the women's erotic wrestling between G.I. Ho and Jessica Blade, and I'm glad to say that I have won drinks from Daniel and Blackbeard. Yeah, yeah, you did. Whatever you want. Shirley Pampo. Six on the Bees. G.I. Ho was the the winner in the uh, women's erotic wrestling with the whipped cream. And the chocolate sauce I guess it was.
6: Mm. That was a bizarre thing. The the fans were were cheering and everything, but they were kinda like taking aback, I think.
1: Well, it was odd because, like, a lot of them were just standing there, kind of watching, like it was commonplace. Like they've uh, they've seen women beat each other up with uh, <laughs> with uh, chocolate and whipped cream all is over it, them every day.
6: Is that what the ladies here do in Old Town? Because I've never <laughs> been here before, but it is like a uh, much like a place that Jiminy Cricket would go—a tem- land of temptation with rides and fun and ladies with fudge. And
2: you're right, it was an odd scene because I was uh, crazy. I mean, what
1: I saw someone uh, smoking and said, "Hey, I'm gonna go to the bathroom," and just walked away. Yeah, like th- this stuff is definitely not bathroom breaks. Stuff. No, no. No, now, no, no.
2: I was surprised by like how, how hard they were actually going at each other.
6: No, there was no like bumps. If you you know a bump is yeah. when you lean back on the mat or whatever you fall. They, they were straight up pile driving into each other. They
2: were hurt. They they got hurt there.
1: It there was, was o- definitely an element of danger so, going on in that ring.
2: Two-a-days, Oklahoma trails, where you had the two dummies <laughs> yeah. lined up, yeah. and it was just the two linemen, the running back and the linebacker, just going Boom. at it. So based on that, based on what we've
6: seen, how long can we expect a career to last of WExtremeW.com wrestling? You know what I'm saying? Like, how long do you think they got in the game? Two years? One year?
2: Jessica Blade had her foot wrapped up already, so I'm sure she was hurt from a previous uh, fight. Could you imagine what she would like? What type of pain she would wrap up? You know, like, it oh, hurt yeah. that bad that she would wrap it up. Well, she was telling us that she actually started wrestling in the ninth grade in high school against boys. Jessica Blade was. You wow. can cannot... see that. Now, G.I. Ho, on the other hand, was bleeding from the back of her knee. <laughs>
6: she yeah. Did beat up. <laughs> she did get beat up. And
2: you could, like, could you imagine that doctor when
6: he yes. had to examine the, the infection? So, what did you have in there? Lip cream, hot fudge, running in some dust Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile she's at Centricare. Her child is locked inside the Corolla with, the, with, with it running with the air on. Leave the yeah. window down a little. If a cop runs up here, you just say, Mommy ran in for a second for penicillin.
2: You don't know nothing about nothing. So, hide out, Radio 104.1. Now, we kind of glossed over it during the last uh, break just because the girls were wrestling. But a big congratulations to our boy uh, Black Thank you very much. Now, 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 here's what's interesting is that I um I remember distinctly listening to a Monster Best of or like you know I sometimes when I wake up early you know you know early for me is ten right right, you know, right. I'll be able to flip you boys on and if not I catch it on the Best of on the on the weekends and I remember hearing in uh-huh. just talk about. Never gonna get pressured into it. I am never going to get married. See, wow, look at these. I don't care. I don't care how much the pressure gets put on. She knows already. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, you know what, that didn't work. How long have you
6: two
1: been together? Uh, three years. Three years? Yeah,
6: we've been together for a while, and it was like one of those things. I went through some crap that we never talked mm. about on the air that a lot of people maybe know about. And, uh, was, no,
2: what's that? Sure.
6: <laughs> and uh, when somebody stands by you like that, she's been beautiful always before. But when somebody stands through, you don't you don't know your true friends and your true like loved ones, unless the time is bad. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's when you can really tell who's there for you and who's not. And she was there for me, through and through. And I'm just super excited. And I'm very man. jealous and of that's their enough. relationship. That's
2: enough for the rest of your life. It was already enough, and then that just put it over the top. Let me ask you, was the height out there for you? how that was there for you. I, I want to know. I thought, I thought we were, but I didn't know. You absolutely were there for I you. don't even know if we're talking about the same... We uh, no, are. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Give me some of that. Right here. There yeah. we go. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Ow. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this <laughs> is going to be black. Um, so, the, fun, the interesting thing about this, though, is that now, here's Big Bad Black Bean, oh, no. mm-hmm. Mr. Stud. Um, Loverlos Los was you, his name, right?
6: Los was my old
2: name. Loverlose, yeah. I could only imagine. <laughs> oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> I, no, lose. I could. I've even heard other stories on Best doves. When you're, uh, yeah, I yeah. guess there was a really big black woman. <laughs> yeah, that was... I've heard that story before. That wouldn't surprise me.
6: Yeah, who kn- who knows? <laughs> there have been so many times that I've been kicked out of a hotel room and Haitians are screaming yeah. in the background. You know, and we, I do them all. You know how many times I've slept in a hallway so this guy could get his jollies on, man? I mean, that's the point. mark of a good friend, though. Yes, it is. Yeah, well, then, right. But there no. There came a point when I just straight up would just turn girls away. I just and he gets so mad at me. Seriously, that's a true story. All right, I'll go get ice. I, I definitely had a good time. Definitely. That's well, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. I really appreciate State it. Date set. Uh, not this December, but po- uh, but next December. Very good. Yeah. And you guys are all invited. It's really? on Christmas Absolutely, Day. Yeah. Ho- ho- hope it doesn't coincide with anything. It's uh, December 25th. Yeah, December 25th. Or uh, we like to do it New Year's Eve as well. Yeah. New Year's Eve would be yeah perfect. <laughs> yeah. Pick a date. Uh, oh. you, you can't make it? Why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that is so wrong, dude. <laughs> Thank goodness <laughs> the hot boys from the hideout of me out of town. And it has to be black tie.
2: <laughs> um, I don't know if you... Uh... Are
6: you ready? Are you ready, though? No. Yeah, when do you get? Dude,
2: uh, well you uh you, you you have a very lovely girl. I don't I, know. If... I have an incredibly lovely girl. I've been married before. I've okay. been divorced, and I I honestly I got married at 20.
6: Whoa. Whoa!
2: Yeah. Oh my God. And I she was a former Miss Teen Texas and incredibly hot and gorgeous and model. Wow. Lawyer and the whole thing. And I genuinely was dumb enough to think I'm never gonna do better in the rest of my life. Wow. And I was like, all right, I'm going to tie myself down. And then, lo and behold, you know, people grow apart, this, that, and the other. People yeah. change over, you know, however many years it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then you kind of get to the point where, all right, divorced. Now I got myself a new girl, and she's still got that new car smell. Oh, right. yeah. yeah you know. I love that. No, that's not what I mean.
6: <laughs> I love that. Dude, nobody's been stomping around with muddy feet or Burger King bags. None of that. Exactly. a <laughs> brand-new car. You, you guys look really happy together.
2: Yeah, we're... Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things Have you where. Yeah,
1: me and my girlfriend, we look atrocious together. Oh, no, you guys look happy as hell oh, together, too. Oh. But here's the thing. I genuinely so, hate her.
6: Right now, <laughs> nice. <laughs> At least you're honest yeah. about it. You know, when I, you were talking about change yeah. and how people change, I'm hoping for that change so I can get a fresh one. Seriously, I, I, I'm loving well I'm hoping, hoping that change will be
1: happy someday. Yeah, you know, I'm so hoping
6: like... I can change her head off with a shotgun. <laughs> that?
2: And so I'm like, you know, things are really good right now, but do I really. I could see it settling down for a while. We just got a cap, and I'm like, oh, oh wait a
6: second. Now, uh, are you afraid? Like, did you... Maybe Tell me if I'm getting too personal. No, good. But, uh, did you go from straight from your wife to your
2: girl now? Yeah, it was one of those things where it was, you know, there wasn't much time in between, mm-hmm. so you're just kind of like... Oh. You know, and I'm, I'm one of those serially monogamous Not, kind of guys but, where you kind of move from long-term you. relationship to long-term relationship. If you did admit it. to that. A lot of people
6: don't admit to that. Like, no, man, but if that's who you are, that's who you are. But well, here's the
2: thing, though. Then you still, like, you're together and you're happy, and then you come out to an extreme midget wrestling or a women's exotic wrestling, and you you see the hookers in the crowd, and oh, you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. hey, you're, uh, you're Black you're Daniel, you're I, I, I
6: sewed my oats, definitely. <laughs>
2: See, I never really got a chance to do that. Well, but I'm not a sowing oats
6: uh, kind of guy, I don't think. I know I a couple to, of people that are kind of going yeah, I haven't through
1: giving a fair shot yet. That's what toilet papers
6: for. Yeah, we know some people that are currently going through that. Yeah. I I tried to sow my oats. I'm not in, I, I'm not by birth an oats sower. Yeah. I had to create it, and and did I did. Fabric- you do it? I did. I did. He knows. Yeah, he I, did. I I fabricated it. I, I and it's not me. It's definitely not me. Uh oh,
2: phone call. <laughs> <laughs> right, see, here's the thing. Hold on a sec. So, hideout row radio 104.1. Some real radio in here. I want to ask Daniel, though, when you did decide, hey, I'm going to try to do that man thing, and right. I'm going to try to get out there, and I'm going to try to... Oh, he can yeah, Yeah, yeah. No, 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 he, um, but, all right, let me ask you, because, okay. I mean, you even know Daniel. What was it like for him to go through that where he was pretending to, to, to be someone that he
6: wasn't? To be honest with you, it was awkward, because that's not who Daniel is. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, Daniel is one of those dudes that likes to have long-term relationships.
2: See, I'm the same way, because I couldn't, even like when it comes down to germs or it comes down to even just getting to know new people. Right. I hate that stuff. I'm bad at that. I'm very
6: bad. My girl and I like to stay at home, and we don't like to go out, and I'm bad at meeting new people. I'm very bad at that. I would float through life with, like, long-term after long-term. That's like, the way I am. That's yeah. exactly the way and I that, am. That's what I did. And I, and I went out and tried to fabricate that and make it, it like him. And, and it, it really wasn't me, and it, it made me look foolish, man, really was foolish. Was it depressing almost, yes. too, where you kind of felt used or you were using them? I remember the day. I remember the day. I was living off of Lee Road in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I had just gotten done doing something completely meaningless, if you know what I'm saying, you know, and I took that meaningless shower afterwards, you know, and mm-hmm. she's gone. Complete with the walk of shame and everything. Oh, yeah. And I I have my own little apartment, and I remember going, or duplex, I remember going and sitting on my couch. I still have that couch, too. I need to get rid of it. I remember remember sitting on the couch and watching TV and turning off the TV and just crying, bursting into tears. I just (laughs) bursted into tears, man. Why, though? What was it? It was because I realized that she was a good person, and she liked me more than I liked her, and I was just using her for sex. And I realized that I was going to have to tell her that that I didn't see, really it, and, and, and I started crying because that's not me man I don't I don't <laughs> hurt people's avoid, feelings avoid,
1: avoid. yeah no,
2: I, here's, the, here's the thing. I can completely understand. It's a true Most story. Most people would call us sissies.
6: I don't... I, I hate all that crap about... You you know, know. I totally understand what you're saying, but I hate that. I, I always... If you... Like, that's Daniel. That's who he is. He, he he does cry. He's a sensitive dude. That's the way
2: he is. And I think you'd be a lot like that. I don't know if
6: cry. Uh, yeah, I cry. Yeah, you would.
2: I'd feel very bad, though. I'm not going to lie to you.
6: Well, see, when I was going through that, man, I was young. I didn't care. I was like... Whatever, and and uh, <laughs> for real. Whatever. I mean, I was like, I was single for a while, and right. it was a lot of fun. But what I have now is a lot better.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, the dark purples.
6: It could take real TV <laughs> well, in <isn't baby>? here. <laughs> why, why did you take your shirt off at the end of that? And rub my nipples? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: see, that's the thing though. Like with my chick, she's awesome right now, and I, you know, it's one of those things I could never see us breaking up. But then at some point, you're like. Man. Well, i, I got to tell you, man, by. I would not. Because here's if, the thing, if, Once you've already sowed your oats... I don't believe in that, that you've gotten it out of your system. I don't no. think you ever get it out of your system. You don't. Well, you think, don't. I think you, I mean, you do
6: and you don't. I mean, if you love somebody, I think you stay with them through and through. I'm also speaking just getting engaged, too. You know, I right. right. see sure yeah. a lot of married guys like, but you don't know what the hell you're see, talking No, about. but here's what happens, I think. I, I think you never get it out of your system. I agree with you. I don't think you ever get it out of your system. I just think you you get you get a value system going. I hear that. And you realize what's more important, yeah. and then you just kind of suppress it until one day when you're on your deathbed, then you realize, then you realize, yeah, then we'll all figure it out. See,
2: here's the thing too. Here's when I know you're. in Here's when you got to know your relationship from trouble. And I'm. This is a shoot. Right. When you're having sex with your chick, and more often than not, you're thinking of somebody else. Uh oh. Uh oh. We're, well, we're, we're that in that trouble knows.
1: two days in. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> in my I've rarely thought of her.
2: Like I'm not. I'm not, I'm not wow. lying. This isn't a bit like. Because a lot of oh. times when you're with a beautiful, growing, gorgeous yeah. girl. Your, your eyes are open, and you're looking, and you're like, I'm into this. We're connected. I don't know what kind
1: of sex you've had. I know exactly what you're but, talking about. But
2: when you get to the point, and we've all had relationships that it end, right. or when you get to that point, maybe it's a year in, maybe it's five years in, seven years in, a few months in, and then all of a sudden, man, you can't complete Unless your eyes are closed and you're thinking about the secretary, uh, then you know you're in trouble. I'm with you. I'll see, go one
6: step further. Uh, what about uh, if you use the internet before she gets home and you don't even bother with going to the imaginary step? When yes. you're trying to figure out ways
2: for her to leave so you can get that batch time, yeah. Yeah. that's another time you know you're in Black Bean, welcome, baby. Ha, welcome no to the. Uh, no
6: problem. Yeah, the, the, the internet time for me is key, man. I need that, and uh, if, oh my God, if she could see what's on my computer.
2: Well, I want to uh, wrap this wow. thing up because the midget's about to come. On stage, it's about to get vulgar. Okay. We want to thank everybody who came out to Sun on the Beach. Thank it was you. Very, very cool for them to uh, have us out here for another round of extreme midget wrestling and women's erotic wrestling. Big all the heretics that uh, showed up Chris Gotti and Jimmy from uh, Sun on the Beach, G.I. Ho, Jessica Blade, of course, the boys Daniel and Blackbeam from the Monster. Good hey, morning. Check thank it out you guys. tomorrow morning. Uh, six things you knew they were going to talk about. Of course, the midgets, Rambone the engineer, promotions for helping out our staff, the, uh, the interns. Chunks, Tommy Bateman, and uh, Matt Matt Matera for holding things down at, back at the station. Matt Albert, who came up and uh, took up a lot of room on the stage. It was very nice. <laughs>
5: oh,
2: wow. To, uh, to, uh, oh, I'm sorry. That is so... He came out here to talk about his bathroom. That's rope. just wrong. N- y- yeah, he's up. lost weight, right? Yeah. yeah. He's lost yeah. He'll be on, you, you know it's like yes. a drop in the ocean, buddy. Uh, wow. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mixtapes for an hour, then the Real Radio Rewind. Wake up the monsters in the morning, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, stay tuned for that. So the hideout, Real Radio, 104.1.
1: As a public service, The Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries.
2: All that true dubs, by the way. Mine too. So dirty.
3: All right, Fat Man, what's in the Fat Man Diary for tonight? Uh, A story. It's so gay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) August uh, 25th, uh, whatever year. What year? 2002. Okay. So, you're what, 21 or 22? Yeah, 21. Okay. 21, August 25th. It's strange sometimes how days can seem tedious. You get locked into a routine, and it's nice sometimes when you get a little diversity in your day. <laughs> what the hell was that? I'm just saying, you get in a routine, sometimes it's nice when something different happens to Okay. You. I don't have yeah. chocolate and strawberry ice cream today. Diverse. They started out normally for me. I was late for work as usual, so I grabbed the least dirty work shirt, sprayed lice all over it, drove to work, and while driving, rummaged around the back seat for some old food. I found a sandwich and an old V8. I was ready to start my day. I Wait, feel...
1: did, so you you uh, must have bought an extra sandwich at one time. You just throw sandwiches in the back? Yeah. And say, hey, I'll like that later?
3: Sometime. I mean, you can't let it go too long because you get sick. But, you know, I'll let it go for a week maybe. Maybe. Okay. Depending on what what it is. It's like tuna. I'll let it go for a week. Or like the lasagna you left in the microwave overnight? Damn it! Are you kidding me? <laughs> no! I, I was, was hungry it, last night too, and I had too tired. I just fell asleep. And you're a
9: You also missed loss. It was really great. I know. With Hurley and everything. I
3: know, and everyone will let me know, and it'd be great giving chunks of spoiler because I was so tired that I fell asleep. Back, I, I don't even want to read a stupid story. Get back to it. I get to get involved with the kid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Again.
3: Isolate it. Isolate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Damn it! And I'm hungry now. Is the lasagna still good or what? But no. The, the
1: story isn't either, so story, keep on going. The
3: story, saw a sandwich in the back seat. In yes. V8. I You're was ready pay. to start my day. I had a feeling today would be a good day as I got to work the night shift as a bartender. I, I should rake in some great cash. Plus I have a good chance to hit on the ladies. I did wear my best work shirt. Somewhat covers up my man breasts. It makes me look a tad studly. A little past nine, a sexy girl with a nice ass comes in and sits down at the bar. Yeah, she is. yeah, she did too. She' nice boot. she looked uh, like an older woman. that's all right. I was down. maybe about 25 or so. "Can I get a dirty martini?" she said. "Yes, yeah, sweetheart. Oh, this one's we talked for a little bit. I wish I know how to quit you. Eventually, I said, "You know, you're sexy, baby." What say you and I go to a movie sometime? What say you? Are you Humphrey Bogart? Why are you stealing lines from you know Casablanca? <laughs> He's Bill O'Reilly. Know. What say you? That's how I you know speak, Dame, broad. I'd love to, she said. You're hot. <laughs> I get involved with a kid. I know, I said. <laughs> You're a whore. I'm hot like freshly dried laundry. She <laughs> giggled. You little. did
1: not say that to anybody.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I can't did. believe you'd even say that on the air. I did. Why? That's a funny little quirky thing. You know, it's like not that. funny, and I hate you. What? You get it? Laundry? Yeah. She giggled, and I said, and said, I have to go. I'm wrote, hot like lasagna left in the microwave overnight. I'm hot like your breath. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down my phone number in the back of a coast. God, dude, it's not. Stop bringing up the lasagna. I'm serious about that. I'm upset. Read the
1: stupid story, you son it's of a bitch, lasagna. before I
3: hurt you to bad. A, to an Italian man, that's I've committed a sin. Come on, super cool. I'm gonna go Damn that guy. I'm taking hey. my shirt
1: off. All right, I, next I, time. I'm to go.
3: Hey, uh, hey, hey! Let me walk you outside. I said to the lady, the chick, There's a lot of crazies out there. You know, some real sickos.
1: And you're looking at one
3: of them. She seemed to get real nervous. It's okay, she said. No, I insist. I'm gonna walk you out. I took her out to the parking lot and said, Hey, I don't usually do this, but you're so smart and beautiful. He means talk to a woman. <laughs> Can I get a kiss?
2: <laughs> Alright, so uh, how many free drinks
3: did you give her? Um, ten. What? Yeah, about ten.
2: All right,
1: ten free drinks, and now you're begging for a kiss. Yeah. You know you know uh, who does that?
3: Super cool kids. <laughs> uh, super cool kid. I mean, you know, I'm not going to stray because, you know, I'm going to keep going with the story. Right, but he's is... not a super cool kid. He's a dork. I mean, I am. Can I have a kiss? <laughs> super yeah. cool kid. I went in to give her a smooch. when I heard someone yell from the parking lot, Hey! All of a sudden a man rushes up to me angrily. What the hell you doing, son? Huh? Uh Huh? What the hell you doing, son? That's my daughter. Oh I'm sorry, sir, I said. I was just asking your daughter out on a date. She's very beautiful, and I'd like to get to know her a little bit better. Father looked a little irate. Hate you. His face got red. He looked at his daughter. Are you drunk? He asked his daughter Way
1: to kill her cum.
3: Daddy, please, I'm a grown woman. Yeah, I said, Sir She's in a grown up. She can make her own decisions. <laughs> All of a sudden the father started shaking. She's not a grown up son. She's seventeen years old. <laughs> I was in for a world of hurt. It's the end of that one. It's, I'm sorry about the cum. I'll go back in the office now, Matt, if you watch the phones. <laughs> Too bad Dubs didn't hear the end.
7: To me, that was worth it. To me, it's worth the fact that he gave a 17-year-old 10 drinks and then asked for a
3: kiss. He hit me with a pole. His own? No. You have to be kidding. No. That can't be real. She looked like she's 25, man. They put the makeup on. It's not my fault. She was wearing Oshkosh. She should have taken the hint. <laughs> She looked 25, man. She had great boobs. I mean, well, you know, I mean... She's 17. Not not now. I can say that now. You know, because she's not 17 now. That happened in 2002. So hold on a second. So you fed an underage girl 10 drinks for free... Some would say that. ...and then tried to molest her. Some would say that. Why are you not in prison? I don't know, man. I guess I'm lucky. By the way, I need a quarter-inch adapter.
2: One of mine fell off my headphones.
3: All right.
4: All right, silence.
3: Let me give you mine. I'm going back to the office anyway. Why are you going back to the office? You guys don't want me here.
1: Obviously <laughs> what not. You, what would make you think that that actually took off my headphones during your stupid story? Did you? Cause yes. Because you, you fed an underage girl
3: ten drinks. Oh, it happens sometimes. No, <laughs> never. Like, it's that big of a deal. Like, we all have it Googled over 17, sometimes 16 or... 15 year old. What? You Googled 15-year-olds? Nah, man, you know, I looked at them. They take a lot of vitamins these days, dude. <laughs> I get involved with the kid. Oh, great. Now the phones are starting. I guess I did something wrong. It's a hideout, real radio, 104 point.
1: Chunks. Versus Matt Albert. This came from a video I watched earlier on of a cougar fighting a bear, and I don't think I really got to uh, describe the video that well. It was a video of a cougar versus a bear, and I thought for sure the bear was going to whoop the cougar's ass, but the cougar ends up taking the bear down, and everybody thinks that uh, our big bear, Matt Albert, is going the to be beast. able is going to be able to take uh, chunks down. And after watching the video, I'm not really too. Sure, that Matt will be able to handle it. El Jefe, you down there? Yeah, I'm down here, dude. What's up, bro? Alright,
7: so we're downstairs the Clear Channel compound, 2500 Mainland Center Parkway, for the first ever Hideout Up Fight Club. Now, look, uh, this is gonna, this is, uh, Dub's coming back out now.
1: I'm I'm just, uh, I don't understand why you needed to go ahead with this. I understand that you really no, wanted to do it. No, don't even, you <laughs> son
7: of a bitch. Don't even put this on me. This is Dubs' idea.
1: Huh? I dumped dump that.
7: Dubs can get suspended. Uh, I'm not interested.
1: Hmm?
7: Alright, I'm trying to say that I had no part in this. Alright, here we Aren't go. Are you the one doing play by play? I'm going to do play by play. I'm going to describe what shouldn't have happened. Okay. As people come, as Catherine. <laughs> As Catherine comes spe- speeding up in her car. All right, here we go. All right, the boys have taken off their shirts, chunks, they're Yum. shoeless, and they're going to be shirtless. Matt, shirt off. The big bear is taking off his shirt. Kamala. It's Kamala. Oh, my God.
1: Did Kim she come with him?
7: All right, hold on. Now, Matt has absolutely pulled his pants all the way up over his uh, gut.
1: So he's more Abdul the Butcher.
7: Yes. And he's all the way down, like crouched Watch down. Watch out. He
1: might have a fork hidden in his boob.
7: Okay. Now, we haven't started yet. We have not started yet. Now, now, Chunks, hold on. I'm going to do a quick play-by-play. I'm going to do a quick interview down here, all right, uh, Dubs?
1: All right. Are you going to talk to each of them, see how they're feeling right now? Yeah. All right.
7: Chunks, you're here shirtless and topless downstairs at the Clear Channel Compound. How you feeling as you look across at Matt Albert?
3: Um, I've been better. I'd like a beer, if that's possible. But uh, he's—it didn't really kick in until I saw his shirt come off. He's massive. The thing is, he's got a lot of bulk, like muscle, like hidden in underneath all that fat, which is worrying me because I have nothing, just fat. All
7: right, now that is true. There is Matt actually looks. Pretty, like, almost stout when he pulls his shorts up all over his gut. Is that part of the uh, plan? It's a... Uh...
1: I don't know. I'm just going to beat him. All
7: right, now, here's the other thing, Dubs. Are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here.
7: I've never seen a black man with stretch marks. He, he, so that's that's
1: just... a very odd thing to pull off, you know, the black, black stretch marks.
7: with stretch marks with hair all over his shoulders
1: and back. Now, I think Chunks has a better shot than he's given himself credit for because... I've done physical challenges against Chunks He's actually fairly quick.
7: All right, here's the other thing I'm worried about, too. Stay away from the pillar. I don't want Chunks throwing Matt to the pillar, bringing it down the compound. Also, there's a tree with a nice root sticking out. So, boys, please try to stay away from that as well. I need all of the heretics here at the compound. I just touched Matt's back fat. Wow, that was greasy.
1: Was it like a waterbed?
7: Uh, it was exactly, uh, like a, wa- it was like touching a slippery dolphin, so <laughs> everyone back up on the cement, if they somehow come up to the cement, try to push them back. All right, boys, here we go. Are they ready? Yeah, why don't y'all come out a little bit? Now, the air sticks. it's the first one to tap, right?
1: Now, exactly, yeah, exactly where are they doing this at? There's a little, uh, grassy area, and, uh, are they around any trees or anything? Is there anything like that going on? Well, I just talked about the trees, Mm -hmm. and I just talked
7: about the uh, pillar, and we're literally out front here at the Clear Channel compound. You can see the Clear Channel radio. Nice. And we've got the video, and, Dubs, what you want to end up doing is putting the video of these two up against and uh, next to the video of the actual cougar and bear. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd like to have it side by side so people can watch both at the same time and kind of compare uh, hideout cougar versus bear versus real cougar versus bear.
7: Alright, here we go. Boys, when I say Mo you go. And right now, Doves, they're about ten feet apart. It's the hideout, Row Radio one oh four point one. That's
1: a big running start.
7: It's gonna be a big running start. Chunks is about a third of the man that Matt Albert is.
1: I know, looking at them staying next to each other, like you we see it all the time, but not before they uh, fight. And we you-
7: how... I I love how Chunks has also tried to tuck in his belly into his pants, but his pants are too small. (laughs) His poor gut can't breathe. Alright, Hideout Fight Club begins. Ready. Set. Oh. Alright, Matt just went and attacked Chunks. He's got him. He's got him. He's now picked him up on the sleeper. He's brought him back down. He's got him in a sleeper. Chunks, chunks, are you gonna tap? Chunks, are you gonna tap? Are, still, are you uh, still standing up? I, I chunks, are you gonna tap? Chuck it is a complete sleeper. They're on the ground. Chunk, all, right. all, right. all right, it's gone. It's Already Chokes. over?
1: All right, chunks is passed out. <laughs> chunks is on the ground, passed out, face down. How did that happen? I mean. He ran at him and just grabbed him by the head? He ran at him. He's spazzing out. Are you okay, Chunks? Chunks, are you okay?
7: Alright, Chunks, it's over. Matt went and grabbed him. It literally was a bull rush. You're right? You're right? You're right? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You're (laughs) right? What's he doing? Alright, I'm actually trying to hold on to Chunks. Chunks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Chunks, hold on. Have him sit down. Oh my. <laughs> Matt, here's, let me tell you what happened. So Matt immediately charged at Chunks. Have him sit down. Have him sit down. So Matt immediately charged at Chunks.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: He then jumped on him. He like jumped on Chunks' back. He got him in a hold. And then held him. Then, the, you know how you spoon with somebody? Yeah. Like you're making love? Mm-hmm. Calm down, Chunks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Then, he then lied on the ground, holding on to him, and, Chunk, and it had to be for about 25 to 30 seconds. If that. If that. And Chunks refused to tap. I don't know if he was trying to tap and he couldn't because Matt did the thing of he had his neck in his arm, but it didn't look like Chunks wanted to tap out. Can you move your arm? Can you move <laughs> your arm, Chunks?
1: Now you keep on telling him to calm down. What is he trying to do?
7: uh right. I think he's passed out again.
1: Why? How did he get passed out again?
7: Dude, it was pretty intense. Matt ran at him, <laughs> hopped on him, and began choking him up. All right. Do you want me to show how to check to see if they're responsive? All right, hold on. No, 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 no. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him.
1: <laughs> now people are piling on?
7: Now, now Zeppelin's going to try to help him. Go ahead, Zeppelin. All right. all right. His eyes are open. His eyes are open. Go arms. Chunks, can you move anything? All right, he's moving his head. He didn't move his arm. He's not removing, He's not responding to motor command. All right, hold on. All right. All right, could you imagine if Zeppelin was the person that was there to help you? All right, so are you going to move your arm?
1: i said, let me die. All
7: right, hold on. Before we get the catheter, Chunks, hold on. Let me talk to you. Catheter?
1: Where did catheter come to play here?
7: All right, Chunks, do you know where you are? Yeah. Downstairs.
1: Are you, is he crying?
7: No, he can't really move though, and he's breathing incredibly hard. Where are we, Chunks? Radio. All right. He pointed up, but he said radio. <laughs> Chunks, what's your real name? Nice. You don't. You're not supposed to help him on this quiz. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's not like it's a, uh...
7: All right, Chunks.
1: It's not like it's the SATs.
7: All right, Chunks. Again, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 downstairs. I'd have to say this is the first and the final Hideout Fight Club. Hold on, don't move. Don't move. All right, now, Chunks, let me ask you. I want you to fill in the blank, okay? Can you fill in the blank? All right, hold on. Don't move. Don't move. All right? Fill in the blank. 703. (laughs) <laughs> Nine seven five Fill in the blank. Alright, hold on. He's not even laughing. What's wrong? Right, let me ask you, Chunks, what hurt? My neck, dude. Do you think he broke it? No. Do you think he knocked something out of place? Are you are you worried hold on, hold on. Are you worried that in real life the cougar won and the cougar didn't win this time? I don't know, man.
1: Tell him I'm I'm, I'm sad about the Cougar.
7: All right, he wants to know what time it is, Dubs. What what time is it?
1: It's 21 past the hour.
7: It's 21 past the hour, the chime time, 1022. Yes. Yeah. All right now he's holding his head as if he's been hurt really badly.
1: Do you think you know, he has? Did it look like he actually got hurt that bad? All right, let me describe it to you one more time what happened. Please do. Because it happens
7: so quick. They're 10 feet apart. Mm -hmm. Matt runs at Chunks, jumps on his back, then immediately puts him in the sleeper. From there, he then throws him to the ground while he still got him in the sleeper from behind as if they were spooning. You know, the kind of spoon lovemaking? Yeah. And Matt is thrusting him while holding him in the sleeper. So kind of jerking
1: him around by the head?
7: He wasn't jerking him, he was just holding him. And Chunks couldn't actually move. Alright, Chunks is getting up. Alright, let's hold on. Right. Now he tried to get up. Oh,
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> oh Uh oh. I think good. we I think we lost Hafe there. Not good. Alright, we'll wait for him to call back four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hafe, you back?
7: Yeah yeah, we're there.
1: That that kinda of scared me a little bit.
7: Yeah, sorry. Well chunks started to get up and we were trying to help him, and then he fell back down on the ground <laughs> hitting his head on the cement, and it knocked the phone offline. <laughs> but we just checked his vitals, and his vitals seemed to be okay. Of he course, sir.
1: I'm getting all these uh, IMs and uh, phone calls right now saying Chunks is a wuss.
7: Dude, okay, a 500-pound, 6'5 guy attacked him, jumped on his back, immediately put him in a sleeper hold. <laughs> And then lay down on the ground, essentially dry-humping him and putting him in the sleeper, man. It was like for a minute almost, Chunks, without air.
1: But, that dude, the cougar beat the bear.
7: It was a fair fight. He knew it was coming.
1: Did Chunks I even... Mean, Go ahead.
7: I will have to agree that Chunks should have known what was happening. As soon as Matt starts to run to get you, you begin to run, too. Yeah,
1: you you duck out of the know. way. Did he what even happened? get in a sucker punch?
7: What happened to the Bugs Bunny running around in the Mexican hat dance? None of that happened. It was like he just turned around to get mounted. Mm. And Matt mounted him. Oh, boy. I
1: guess so. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. So, Dub, you're... Best friend slash cousin by curious BJ. Mm-hmm. It's surreal having him here in this studio. Yeah, it's just like Lansing, isn't it?
2: I haven't seen this guy since.
1: We can go to Reno's East after this.
2: And the Dirty Dollar mm-hmm. in East Lansing.
8: Dollar's closing down. <laughs> Thank activation.
2: God. Really? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't. Talking to a Mike, stupid. You have been on the radio
1: before.
8: I have. I don't <laughs> have. I don't have the
1: head the muffs. muffs. The muffs. You don't need. <laughs> I've never heard them called muffs. That's like uh, ear muffs. Right. I've heard it cans. All right, don't move the mic too much either. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of mic noise here. That ain't comfortable. Well, turn the
2: mic up o- Turn the mic <laughs> off. I'm, put it up to your face. I'm good now. No, you're not.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. Just talk right into it. All right. We're not at Q106
1: anymore, dude. <laughs> it's some big leagues, my friend. What do you think of the studio? I like it. This That's market is in the triple digits. That's great. It means a lot. do you like this place.
8: I do. It's a, your, your <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot better
2: than Lansing. How was your flight? Yeah, it's a lot better than Lansing. How was your flight,
8: It was BJ? good. I was good, although dubs put me in uh, the disabled section.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, How was that? Like, what, did I anybody was, say anything to you? No one said anything to me, but they... <laughs> they just assumed. I, was all
8: the way up, I had the very first seat, and walk in the plane, there was my seat. <laughs> Listen
1: no to that one, accent, he must be, <laughs> retarded.
8: <laughs> no one around me, just, uh... An old lady to my lap, and that was it.
1: So, Afraid to make eye contact? Think yeah. You might go into a rage? I,
8: All right, so... so... thanks for that.
2: <laughs> so, Doves, uh,
1: BJ calls you, and he's like, Hey, dude, they say I'm disabled. <laughs> Why is it say disabled on my ticket? And I just start laughing. Uh...
8: Well, the funny part is they called for two wheelchairs... To come down to get, to get him out of the plane, and only one was you. As I was walking into the terminal, I walked right past a wheelchair that I guess pulls was oh, for, to be for
1: me, but right, With just as BJ on it. Oh my goodness!
8: I should have walked up
2: limping or something. And <laughs> right, somebody get him some headphones so he realizes how awful he sounds. <laughs> That's just him, man. Mm-hmm. I know it's BJ, but. Dude, you've been on the radio before. We were on the radio with you. I mean, you'd come in and out, you know, of various shows in Lansing. I haven't like, been in the studio in years. For like three years. I haven't been in the studio
8: in years. You forget how radio works? No. <laughs> I just got to get the whole mic thing back down. There, there you go. There you go, right there. Mm. All
2: right. Nice. Um, now Here's what's funny. You look just like your mother now. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. You you have just a very.
1: the
7: disabled. It's <laughs> just a very I'm sorry. special
1: Ewok look.
2: Um, I'm just
3: kidding, dude. No, that's all
8: right. I, I always look kind of goofy, so it's all right. All right, so what kind of. Uh, now, did you hear what we have lined up for you? I heard something about um, going to have a documentary made.
2: Yeah, a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, sauce from Oviedo. <laughs> He's a very well known documentary filmmaker mm-hmm. uh, here in the area. <laughs> And um so yeah, you and Dubs will be followed for the next week, like every minute, at the apartment uh that's basically he, it. <laughs> yeah, at the apartment, here in the, the apartment. St- here in the studio. Stamper in Bear Lake, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Stamper? Well guys. Hey.
7: What's going on, BJ? Nice to meet you.
2: Hey, what's up? Hey, you
7: guys, uh, the best part of this DVD is going to be when he meets Shot Doctor, his real father, for the first time. (laughs) Yeah, I can hear a little
8: bit of that, too. Uh, A whole lot of it. Yeah.
9: All
7: right. All right. Later, guys.
8: See ya. If you get a little alcohol in my system, I'll really start running at the mouth. (laughs) I thought you weren't allowed. Now, hold on a second. I'm an alcoholic. Can't help it. All
2: right. Now, can we talk about this? Do you care? Go ahead. Talk about what? Uh, (laughs) why (laughs) Why you can't drink? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. So you're on antidepressants? Yeah. (laughs)
8: Yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> All right, what what said, I wait a second. You
1: is, said we could talk about yeah,
8: it. Yeah, go ahead. I just thought, I just. There was a look of shock. No, like, whoa.
1: No, I didn't know that was coming out. Don't worry. I'm f- This whole staff is.
2: Yeah, just about.
9: Not anymore. And I actually You're should out? be. You're off of them? I- I'm taking a dose that isn't even um, therapeutic. It's just for so I can hold out longer in bed. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Zoloft. Ah, I am
8: I'm Zoloft. Twelve
9: milligrams now.
8: What are you on, BJ? 125 milligrams of Zoloft.
9: <laughs> You're messed is, up. Is that a lot, Tommy? <laughs> I think 300 is where it tops out.
8: So yeah, You're halfway 25 there. to
9: 300 is where. Is, I got the
8: real stuff in my pocket though. What is that? This is my Advan.
9: What's Advan? Oh my God.
8: This is the good stuff. <laughs> what does, it, what does
9: do? it do? It's for like ADD, isn't it?
8: N- it's anxiety. <laughs> oh, yeah,
9: that's right. Oh, yeah, I have had a van. I don't use it anymore, though. Why not? What do you have anxiety about, BJ? Um, what
1: I'm not going to work? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid yeah, about that. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of pressure <laughs> in my life right now. Uh, <laughs> Did you get fired? N- uh, from, from what? From what? <laughs>
8: <laughs> what do you mean, from what? <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh, you don't work? No, I go to school. How long? Dude, you've been in school since we were in Michigan. <laughs> Absolutely. I still go. <laughs> High school? Easter, I go to Eastern Michigan University. Oh. I'm an eagle. <laughs> Dude, you've You're been an, an eagle since uh, 2001. I've only gone, I never go full-time. How many hours have you taken? Right now I'm taking uh, eight credit hours. I, I. Hold on a second. <laughs> Probably about a year.
7: A year?
9: A
1: year at eight credits or uh, a year at... Uh, if you went full-time. If I went
8: full-time...
2: Probably. How, how many hours do you have under your belt at Eastern Michigan University? Well, I'm not positive. <laughs> what?
8: I, I just go. I'm going to finish. <laughs> why you, why did you just go? How do you just go? Because uh, I, I have a, like a little course guide I follow. <laughs> Can I just check off the classes as I take them?
9: It's a golf course guide, so he's kind of behind the times, dude. He's taking windmill classes. Right?
8: <laughs> Actually, the classes I'm taking right now are Introduction to Team Sports. You're taking freshman level classes, dude. No, I'm just taking classes for my major. What's your major? Physical Education. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. What? They're ripping you off.
7: That's all right. All right, so you're taking these classes,
2: and you're taking freshman-level classes. It sounds like for your major, and you're literally almost now. I'd say five years in.
8: Well, I'm done with most of my core classes, so. <laughs> in five years. Yeah, it, it it adds up after a while. <laughs>
2: so is this your spring break at Eastern Michigan University? No, I
8: just I'm not going to go this week.
2: <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, he's only missing out on what one class. No, I have. I'm also taking. Uh, uh, inter- an introduction to physical education
1: class. Introduction. Yeah, In your I'm fifth saying. year.
8: That's exactly what I was just saying. I have over ninety credits there.
1: For your major, though,
8: most a lot of them are basics. I have like, who has ninety hours of
2: basics? Dude, you take a couple of political science, a couple of math, a couple of Englishes.
8: I transferred some over from Lansing Community College. Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: And yet, somehow, you've done more in your life than Matt Howard, who has mm-hmm. no credit hours. Oh, boy. Or credit. Yeah.
9: yeah.
1: <laughs> Credibility. Yeah. Anything with credit in it.
2: Credit card. All right. That's the next big thing. So, coming up Friday is the second hideout fight club. By BJ. I'm going to say 5'6", 180? 190. All right. Five, six one ninety. 190. Say it like you're proud. Matt Albert, 6'5", five, 500 pounds. You're looking at him, BJ. You're a former All-American wrestler. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just looking at him, and I had to say that. It made me laugh.
1: Why? Because of the head. That's, well, that's what always worked for BJ. Go into a, a wrestling match, and people would never take him seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I can't believe that this son of a bitch is in my studio. You're going to wave
2: it at everybody.
8: Just yeah, this guy.
2: Looking at This me. guy.
8: Who? What a freak. Chubby, red hair, freckles. Mm. But you know what? Bring it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, so it's you versus uh, Matt Albert. Have you seen him? Why don't you two stand up?
1: Yeah, toe to toe. Let's see Not this. Not even
2: toe to toe, just across the table. I appreciate <laughs> taking his shirt off like he is somebody. <laughs> all, right, all right, this is going to be fun. The Hideout Fight Club. Exactly what, Friday night?
1: About this time? Tommy, looking at them face-to-face, comparing them, what do you think?
9: I don't know. It's They grew up so far apart, and they're so opposite-looking. I think somehow they both grew up next to a nuclear power plant. <laughs> There's Just... something in the air and the water. <laughs> the X-Men. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if BJ could choke Matt out, because Matt has so little neck, and BJ's arms are so big. I think it could happen.
2: Chunks, what are you thinking? As someone who got choked out, all the all the footage on RealRadio.fm on the Hideout page.
1: Yeah, BJ, I have to watch that.
3: <laughs> who are you going for? I don't know, but I like BJ. He's cool. That just bothers me. All right, because yeah. BJ didn't eat all your pizza. He would
1: have. So, BJ,
8: are you going to drink while you're down here? Yes.
1: I thought you said you couldn't. You told me to stop you from drinking.
8: Oh, uh, well, I'll do it when you're not looking.
1: No, I don't care. You're a man. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. What that,
8: What uh, will happen if you drink it while you're on those antidepressants? Nothing unless I drink large quantities, which you which will. will no, think. no.
2: Tommy, is that true? What You've happens? been in if my you...
1: apartment. There's nothing but liquor there.
2: Yeah. What happens if you drink while you're on these antidepressants?
9: Um, I don't know because I've never actually done it. I think it it's really severely... like Alters messes... your mood? No, it messes with your motor skills a lot. I think it oh, good. intensifies it. the alcohol. Nice.
8: Who wouldn't want that? Well, I'm taking the Zoloft. I'm not taking it for depression. I'm taking it for anxiety because I have in a, I have generalized anxiety disorder. What the what hell does that? that mean? I, one day, it was just like that. one day out of the blue, I just had this huge anxiety a doc- attack. A
1: doctor told you you have yes. anxiety? That's what, I was, yes. that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, I, I've known BJ my whole life. And I would never think that he would be the one that would need Zola. What? Like what brought it on? Probably drinking alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were drinking at a uh, high quantity for oh, a while there. Yeah,
8: and it, cheap nasty stuff too. Whatever I get my mitts on. <laughs> <So what laughs> when we, not
1: working, it's a cheap nasty stuff. Uh,
3: so what
8: would you usually like to drink? I would drink. Wild turkey? No, I would worse. I would drink <laughs> uh, probably s- Milwaukee's best ice. probably uh three tall cans
1: (laughs) tall cans not your regular cans
8: a good six pack in at least a night (laughs) nightly to fall asleep i would would usually put me to sleep yes and so that's what made you do you
1: think you have the gene bj
8: oh i have the gene (laughs) yeah my dad my dad was drunk when i saw him today (laughs) before i left michigan your dad's a truck driver
7: what does he drink while well on the road? Well, no. He has, no. He has,
1: he has two people. Like they, they have a team. <laughs> so I'm sure that it's not while he's driving, but uh, probably on the off time. <laughs> All right, Chomp. I remember one time with uh, Bikers BJ's dad. Me and him were just sitting in. Uh, uh, me and BJ was just sitting in uh, his living room, and Bikers BJ's dad wakes up at like 3 a.m. Walks down to the uh, to the kitchen, cracks open a beer, downs, it, and walks back up to bed.
2: He wanted the bus. Made him feel high good. life. Right, am I wrong? I don't know if I feel like I'm wrong. I'm going to need a little help here. Is this guy maybe one of the most entertaining people you've ever just looked at? <laughs> yes. It's almost bad for the radio because I just want to look at him. Why? And, and I'm just inter- No, just because I just I would just stare at him and be entertained. And we got to sit here and we got to talk. Can you say Max Weinberg
3: seven, real quick?
2: Yeah, I told you, didn't it? Isn't it Conan O'Brien it's, but shrunken?
3: Yeah, it's funny because like he'll say something, and then he'll look around the room like to see what you know. He's like, "I'll be here all night, guys." No, is this he,
8: is. he is. I like attention. I'll be you, you got me there. I like attention. I can't help it.
3: That's cool. Though. It's, it's the way he answers. He's like six cans a night. Yes. You'll fall asleep. Yes. I don't know. I love this kid. We just used to have so
2: much fun uh, back in the old days. What was the thing that you and I did once? I think I even still have it somewhere. It was by Curious BJ's Ionia Fair Report, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was probably Livingston County Fair Report. No,
2: I think it was the Ionia County Fair, <laughs> and some hack '80s band was performing, like White Snake or something. And it was BJ's top ten reasons not to go to the Ionia County Fair. And it was all just running down Whitesnake or whoever <laughs> it was. And it was the stupidest thing, yet the most fun I'd ever had on the radio. And yeah, then...
8: I used to do the Bicurious uh, karaoke, too.
2: Ah, yeah, on the Skank Shift, Bicurious karaoke. Do you want to bring that back? Should we call Shafie to make sure that
1: he doesn't hate us uh, if we do Bicurious karaoke? Why? I brought him Bicurious. I can do whatever I want with him. <laughs> You want to sing a little bit when we get back? What, what, what <laughs> song are you feeling? Uh, I
8: what, don't, I what, don't know. What's one of your Kelly favorite?
1: Kelly Clarkson. Since you've
3: been gone.
8: What's one of your favorite songs? Oh, one of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sing. Kokomo. What do you like? How about if I sing a little Laymezzo Rob when we come back?
2: <laughs> Whoa. I don't know if we have Mez. I'll Sag. just sing it. I'll just wing
8: it. All you needs is my voice. True. You kidding me? Really? Why he, if, if the ratings would go sky high, the,
2: instead instant my voice, touches the airwaves. All right, Le, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, so lame is by Curious BJ, by Curious Karaoke, by Curious BJ, dubs his cousin slash friend in town for the next seven days, and we're going to have someone come in and follow you guys around. Have that guy meet us up here tomorrow. And we can start it all tomorrow night. How's that, Dubs? I like that. All right. in the uh, the documentary that we're I've got his number. So. Dubs and BJ. All right. Here's uh, Lay Miz. Now, we don't have the music. You're going to sing it without the oh, music, you right? don't
8: need the music. All you need is the, the grace of my voice. All right. Here we go. By Curious BJ, By Curious Karaoke.
2: Okay. Uh, in the Hideout Road Radio
5: 104.1. There is a castle on a cloud. I'd like to go there in my sleep. Aren't any floors for me to sweep? Not in my castle on a cloud. There is a room that's full of toys. There are a hundred boys and girls nobody shouts or talks too loud not in my castle on a cloud there is a lady all in white she holds me and sings a lullaby she's nice to see and she's soft to touch she says quosette I love you very much. Alright, it's good.
4: Oh, oh, oh my
3: god.
7: What? That was incredibly uncomfortable.
2: That was just like seriously beyond words. <laughs> <laughs> I.
1: Here it comes. Uh, I, you know what I think? What? The positive reviews are pouring in. There's one. (laughs) I only have one thought.
7: Hmm. You're gay. Though you don't express it, you're gay. Anyone can guess it. There's something you do that keeps
2: giving you away. Here's another one from Trees. Holy cow, awful. Except (laughs) instead of cow, it was the S word.
8: Who would have the balls to come on here and, uh, and sing Les Miserables, Castle on a Cloud? I uh, hear some kudos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Man, I didn't think I'd be coming in right out of the gate with Castle on a Cloud as soon as I got in here.
1: <laughs> that was your heavy artillery?
8: <laughs> no, you need a little alcohol in my system what you need.
2: So do you feel like somehow you've endeared yourself? Uh, no. All right, here's another one on the AOL Instant Messenger. Roll Radio Hideout.
3: What the f was that?
2: <laughs> and um, yeah, there's a this is now there's just ones I just can't. maybe
1: it's because you didn't have background music.
2: I right, hold on a second. Here's the anti BJ. Anti BJ in Orlando. You're in the hideout. Uh,
7: wh- where's he from again?
2: Um, mid Michigan.
7: Oh yeah, go back. <laughs>
2: All right, so there are there is actually a phone caller to welcome you to Central Florida. You know what the best part would
8: have been if someone would just would have randomly been flipping to the stations and then just came upon that?
2: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that would have really helped us out. <laughs> Let's try it again with
1: background music. Do we ha-
7: All right. Do you want to try to redeem yourself with another song? No, thank you.
1: <laughs> Why not? I think you should do something I think else. this isn't helping out his anxiety.
8: No, if I. I'll just take one of these and that'll be gone in a minute, so I'm not too worried about that. One of the pills? Yeah, you should take one right now just so you can see what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> and how great you feel? Does it give you a buzz? No, it no, just.
2: The really uncomfortable thing was the way he was stroking the microphone as if it were a man's member while singing Lay Miz.
3: I wish I know how to quit you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, what's your favorite, like, duet song?
8: My favorite duet song? Mm hmm.
2: Total Eclipse?
8: Ugh. Well, I have that in my MySpace right now. Do you like Total Eclipse of the Hunt? I just like that version, the Dan Band.
7: Right. Okay, here's another one. My dong just fell off when he sang I'm impotent now.
1: <laughs> so you're doing good out there.
7: People are
2: really, really taking to you, BJ.
8: <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get beat, get beat up out here, but it looks like it's turning that way.
1: Actually, everybody's really looking forward to you uh, beating up on Matt this Friday.
2: Hey, it's you and Matt Albert, the second Hideout
1: Fight Club. If
2: you had
8: to bet, if you were a bet man, who who would you bet on, Dubs?
1: Definitely, you, BJ, without a doubt. <laughs> That's You're, not even possible. He could
8: come, He could come to uh, come to play ball and wreck me. He gets a hold of me, I'm in trouble.
7: All right, here's another one. No more singing, please. How
1: about another fast one? Just a couple little notes from another one. You said he knew West Side Story.
7: You wanna do West Side Story, kinda redeem yourself?
1: Okay. I want not you stand up and do a little West Side
8: story. Alright, I can I'll sit for this one. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette till your last dying day. When you're a jet, if the spit hits the fan, you got brothers around, you're a family man. You're never alone, you're never disconnected, you're home with your own. When company's expected, you're well protected. Then you are set with a capital J, which you'll never forget till they cart you away. When you're a jet, you stay Ah, uh, Jet!
9: Yeah, I had, had pretty
8: good. Man, I can't hit those high notes. You would think for being bicurious I'd be able to hit those, but I had trouble with them. When you're a Jet, you're the top cat in town with the gold medal, kid, with the heavyweight crown. Shut up! Stop it, you wing,
4: you baby! Shut up! shut up! Shut up,
5: shut up! When you're a Jet, you stay, Ah. Uh, Jet! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> All right. That's
8: awkward moment of silence. Guys. Appreciate you guys jumping in to help me out there.
9: This guy sounded pretty gay.
3: Um. Let's see here.
2: Uh, shoot him. Uh, he sucks.
7: I wish this plane crash. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> That's just
7: mean. UFO Phil has,
2: has a better voice. <laughs> um, let's go to Andy and Andy has something for Bike ears, BJ. Hey,
7: BJ, who sings that song originally, brother?
8: Which one, the Jet song? Yeah. Like like from the original movie?
7: Yeah. No, who who, who actually sings the song? Rebel, uh. Rebel,
8: I think I know where you're going with this, but uh, uh, it would be be the, the Jets.
1: Hey, forget it, man. Take a hint. Keep it that way. Yeah.
8: All right. Five thousand. They have a good one.
1: Five
4: thousand.
8: How am I supposed to know who sings that song? When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette, tell your last dying day. When you're a jet. Okay. They're here! They're here!
7: Hideout, your radio.
1: And that's going to do it for the what was left of the mixtapes tonight. Wake up in the morning with the Monsters in the Morning, followed by the Shannon Burke Show, then the one and only Phillips File, and then the Hideout will be back live tomorrow night from the studio. I'm Matthew Irvin. I'll see you next time. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. I <laughs>
9: I, know, I get the chance, like, a I would
4: i Now it's I You it's I it's seriously bang a Care <laughs> I like little boys and little girls. Yeah, we're
9: back. I'm going to go both ways.
2: I'm sorry if I don't like chicken.
1: I have HIV. <laughs> Yum, yum, yum. I was <laughs> in gay heaven last night. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stare at it,
4: eat you,
3: woman? <laughs> On the queer of the world. I didn't realize how gay I am. I, I just retarded. Oh, my God. Can I have it on my back? I'll be smacking my hoes. And everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor.
4: Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause
5: I, I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. not
3: interested. I don't. I...
4: 5,000.